0: P.S. I love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. So Kyle, we recorded this episode a couple days ago, and just from like listening to it, uh, I feel like I didn't do the best job explaining the Afghan War. Um, I tried, and I think you know, in light of like the subject matter and stuff, I did a serviceable job. But then you know, as as a man who's who, who admires history. I don't think I did the best job, so I posted a video on our Facebook of this great, great video I found of like a history of the Afghan war. It's like an animated thing. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely check... If you haven't checked that out, Kyle, check that out. That'll bring you up to speed even more. Yes. With Charlie Wilson's war. Because you know I'm Wilson. afraid...
1: <laughs> Aren't you proud of me? The whole... For,
0: oh, for not saying Wilson, yelling Wilson the volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that, like... I didn't, That it didn't come to me until right now. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity.
1: That or just the whole time, Charlie. Every time I hear the name Charlie now, I just want to go, Charlie. You got to try the bread,
0: Charlie. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> so. You're maturing in the age of this podcast, you know? Yeah. You're getting a little older, a little wiser. Like
1: a fine Julia Roberts, that toothy girl from Mystic Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love it.
2: Iggy Pop! Amen! Let him write! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Truman Burbank. Want to have some fun? Fun, fun.
3: Tommy, uh, I was a paper. Whoever she is, I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna hurt her.
2: I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm
3: always home. I'm on go. This is a process of dehumanization.
2: Shut, 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 shut up!
0: hey Haw fans welcome to this week's edition of the PSI Love Hoffman podcast our love letter to the remarkable career of the late great Philip Zimmer Hoffman I'm Brian Rodriguez and I'm Kyle Reinfried we're always home we're always uncool we're always ready to talk great movies I feel like you're always our, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus our forever co-host here I mean, it just happened in the rapid succession succession yeah. one of them is with the civil so <laughs> yeah.
1: It, you Mike, know, Mike 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 Mansey. Yes. Uh yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> you guys don't have to have me on so much. Like, you well, can this totally was one veto this, <laughs> this was one of the films again. So now we have hit the final <laughs> film that you selected. Yeah, yeah. So just re- that's true. Re- refresh me. It was talented Mr. Ripley. Refresh him. Uh
4: which yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Ripley. No, before that there was one I, I had to sort of uh yeah, no, but I'm but I'm uh, saying that you we're saying of Michael's okay, okay. choices. Yeah. Yeah, this
1: talented it was talented, along came Polly in this. Correct. Okay. Those but are the OG3. But, yeah, <laughs> yes. but we had you on for.
4: Money t- for Nothing.
1: 25th hour? 25th
4: 20 20 hour. hour? Yeah. Uh, before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Yeah, that was. And yeah, so I guess week,
1: this yeah. is the sixth.
4: Yeah. This is number
1: six, I guess and then maybe, and then maybe I think we're doing one more with and you one more Joker. toward the end yeah, yeah. so sorry ha fans you guys
0: so much of me. hey you
1: guys I mean no we're, we're stealing you and Joey away from you know
0: the main feed yeah exactly <laughs> we want are. to become the flagship yes. Well. Hoffcast. Right, right, I mean,
1: right, right as right, the, I mean, the, the show ends. Yeah, exactly, right. That's,
4: a, that's the perfect way to become the yeah. flagship show, is to end. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the
0: ship's going down. We're yeah. captains with our ship. Regardless, Michael Manzi, thank you. Thank if, if you, guys. He, this is the first time you're listening. He's Cage Club Network co-creator, host, producer of a lot of shows on the Cage Club M- Network. Is that
1: amused to us.
0: That's oh. cageclub.me. I'm, I'm,
4: yeah, dot M-E. Um... Yeah, it's lot lots of hats at the network. I guess wearing wearing. uh, Yeah, it's been a long month. Sorry, guys. It's recording so many episodes before the holidays. It's like
0: crazy. So today we're talking about a film that uh, I enjoyed the first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll discuss if I enjoyed it this time and if you guys enjoyed it this time. And that film is Charlie Wilson's War. The good old C W W. Charlie Wilson. What is the CWW? Charlie, Charlie Wilson's, Wilson's War. Oh. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I was like, huh? Like the CW? Like, yeah, it's it's Are, the ca- are, are, are it's, we watching Smallville? It's the cable CW like FXX? It's CWW? <laughs> yeah. No, Charlie Wilson's War. Uh, f- first time you guys saw this movie? I don't think so, right? No, I'd seen it, not in theaters, but definitely like right when it came on DVD. Yeah, I did as well. Uh,
4: Same here. Yeah, I've only seen this once before... I guess it's like 10 years now since it came out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Decade-old huh. movie.
0: I've seen it a couple times. Actually, uh-huh. this is one of the movies I saw like right before doing this podcast.
1: I had seen it. I've seen it a couple times, and then I've seen the Philip Seymour Hoffman. Not all of them, but like there's a couple of scenes that I've like just enjoyed watching.
0: Yeah. On its own. I don't know I this for a fact, but this might have been the movie. Okay, so I saw this and Ides of March Like around Not around the same time when they first came out But like on DVD or on TV And I'm like, wow Hoffman's in a lot of cool movies. Maybe we should do a podcast. <laughs> so, so this is one of the films. Oh, okay, I, I see what that. you're saying.
1: Yeah, cool. I, I like. We should do his like political. Like he's like we've got the political documentary. We've got Charlie Wilson's War, and then we've got Ides of March. We have like the little yeah, the political trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. And kind of that Hunger Games. Good. There's
0: politics on that. I think if we, do a, if <laughs> if we do
1: a cage club esque vote at the end, that would be a good choose your favorite. Like the, the political, political trilogy, yeah. of yeah. Let's <laughs> choose which one's your favorite.
0: Favorite political role, yeah.
1: Nice, that'd be a fun. One,
0: I'll remember. So, that. Charlie Wilson's War, uh. Kyle, let's get it out of the way. Tell us what this film's about so we can discuss and talk. Well,
4: wow, this is like the earliest plot summary as opposed I just don't to the to longest it. plot yeah. summary from the last, last week. One, yeah. I don't uh, want to forget
0: it.
1: Charlie Wilson is a Texas congressman who coasts by on his charms, but when the communist threat grows in Afghanistan, he gains help from a CIA agent and a wealthy Texas debutante. They begin to aid the Mujahideen, and change the shape of the Cold War. Nice. Yes. Eventually leading to
4: the end of communism around the entire globe yeah.
0: and freedom <laughs>
1: for everybody up until today. So earlier today, uh, Nancy, you sent Brian and I uh-huh. uh, like quotes from... Too or little. La- or
4: yeah, so there are little. excerpts from the plot summaries of uh, two... Famous movies One is Rambo 3 And one was James Bond The Living Daylights
1: Okay I've never seen Actually I start realizing My favorite Bond Timothy Dalton
4: Hot take uh, Maybe that's like An unpopular opinion Timothy Dalton Timothy Dalton's my Bond
1: Wow Wow. Yeah I, I realized recently Like I honestly haven't I need to watch Like all the Bonds I have I've probably seen At most Half of them Hmm. So I definitely need to sit down and watch more Bonds. But I was going to say, uh, like Charlie will, we'll, like I know the Rambo three stuff. Yeah, and so this is just like you know,
4: it's just crazy that the Mujahideen like were represented as American allies like in popular culture, which is just crazy. Like considering like where you know where we are now and stuff, and like this this person Charlie Wilson, like the actual real life person, and and what this movie's about. Is like behind the scenes of why that is, you know, on like a grand it's like scale. Cl-
1: clone Troopers into Stormtroopers.
4: <laughs> well, it's just like one of the like, reactions or offshoots of what happened because of what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. because
1: of what he
0: did, like. Because of what j- he did, some of your favorite films ever were created. Well,
4: not only. No, but like these iconic what Tom characters. Hanks did. This is Tom Hanks' fault. Fucking James Bond and Rambo. Like, James Bond, Who'd the most. The the most iconic, like, British character yeah. in in literature, maybe, or film. And then Rambo, like, the true American, you know, hero yeah. who, like, <laughs> fought the communists. Like, those two guys, like, are all about fighting Russians.
1: Who would win in a fight, I'm asking.
4: Oh, that's tough. I think Rambo would just kill the, kill Bond. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, terrible.
1: Rambo's not intelligent enough.
4: I don't know. Don't ask me that question. But that's not fair. What I want to get to is, like, these two guys are known for fighting Russians, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, this happenstance that they ended up, you know, alongside the fictionalized version of the heroic
0: Mujahideen. Yeah. Like, it's just... Well, a lot of it, look, it, a lot of it is... Goes back to the Vietnam War, right? Yeah. A lot of Rambo's story. So I mean, well, yeah, uh, you no, know, but a lot of it. A lot of it goes yeah. back to the Vietnam War. The fact that like the United States lost that.
1: Well, that's yeah. They mentioned that in the film. Like that's a big reason, right? That they don't want. They want. They're to trying
0: do, to turn Afghanistan want, into but a new. F- they yeah. the Russians. Russians to bleed out. Like yeah. But, oh, that one guy did. Yes. Okay. But it po- geopolitically and just politically at the time. Everyone in America was like, yeah, yeah, Mujahideen, even even before we were supporting them, because it was like, that could be their Vietnam, and we're really looking forward to it, which is an awful thought. Uh, Plus, a- we were in the cold, we couldn't physically fight Russia, so like, to know that people were
1: trying to fight them, that could be armed, you know, to fight them for us. You know. well, I think there was even, like, a little bit of, like, uh, oh, the Mujahideen, like, you know, the big thing, like, that they're, like, farmers. Like, the way, every time they the kept rural, saying, like, the like, farmers the and, like, the local, like, it almost made me, like, just feel like, like, they're almost talking in a way of, like, what we were in the
0: Revolutionary War. Yeah, but what, what's the difference between them and, like, the Viet Cong? Yeah. You know? yeah,
4: or like the Contras or something. Like.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, pick your revolution. Yeah, really. But it was, it was <laughs> Afghanistan at the time. New podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Afghanistan at the revolutions is one of my favorite podcasts (laughs) goes through all the revolutions of of the world yes but i love history podcasts but this it's key because it's almost like this weirdo patriotic american like payback well it happened to us and now it's happening to you
4: yeah right right well that's like i feel like that's like a uh a faulty sort of american attribute right is like um you know I can't have it, so I'm glad you can't have it. <laughs> you
0: know? Like, you know it's,
1: it, like, I don't like full hardly feel this way, but like, uh, Tom Hanks has that story to like amy adams of like that's when i fell in love oh with when like the government. guy killed his dog and yeah he and got like, everyone, and he everyone he to vote against them yeah, <laughs> exactly it's like and that's when i fell in love with like the american government blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah it's like i watch this movie i'm like this is a movie that doesn't help me love the american government no and like I, in some in some yeah, senses not, i mean no this, just like in the like like the tiptoeing like no
4: i i am like i i do not i i am Disturbed at times by the way that politics are yeah. represented here because I know that this is like very close to how they're actually handled, you know, just so flippant and not, you know, nonchalant and of the moment, you know, like we need to get this issue done. But as you see at the end of this movie, as soon as they get one thing done in Afghanistan, that's yeah. it. They're not going to do more, yeah. like build a, build think, a church or a, build a. I uh, think I have the opposite school. take.
0: Well, that was upsetting. I mean, this kind of excites me about government that one person. You know, who's motivated can make a difference. Um,
1: no, that is like the impressive and like
0: ama- Like I don't know how much is, but he's been sponsored. But it makes it feel real to me. Like yeah. this, is, this is how people are in real life. Yeah. You know, like ch- yeah. you have to trade shit to get shit. You know, yeah,
1: and also I mean, but this is like a guy. Like I was reading, like so he was charged with like uh a dui hit and run but then wasn't like in real life charlie wilson like it's just but like certain like they definitely they don't like make him seem all like high and mighty he has the whole dude not at all he seems like a terrible i mean it starts we were introduced to him by being in a hot tub with strippers and a playboy playmate and coke all around and he's (laughs) yeah but but, but
0: you you don't feel like he's that bad you know why Cause Tom Hanks is playing it. Cause
1: you know, Tom Hanks, yeah.
4: you know, this is freaking yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And <laughs> and, and, and he's like he's just
0: sleepless in Seattle a lot. I mean, just because sleepless in Seattle, that'd be a good movie. <laughs> like flatball, yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> I,
4: I also feel though,
0: <laughs> kind of like, Larry the they, cable guy. Um,
4: they do this thing in this movie here where it's like you you root for the villain a lot. Like he's a bad guy, but he's not the worst of the worst. But like everyone's kind of morally, you know bankrupt in this movie on one level or another, you know, if you, whether the Julie Roberts character or the, or the Hoffman spy or, yeah. like, all the guys in like the, the CIA.
1: Innocent, it seems like the most innocent is probably, like, Amy Adams. Yeah,
4: yeah, but, I mean, even Charlie Wilson, for the most part, is, like, yeah, he's the guy who gets shit done because he's got the name and the face, you know, but it's all these other people sort of, like pushing him and funding him and telling him where to go and who to talk to and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, he uses his powers of persuasion and, and and his resources to get shit done, but someone brought this to his attention and was like, you should do this.
1: You should, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what you should be about. I agree with you, but I also slightly disagree just because, again, in that ridiculous, like, Meeting of him, he wants this like I mean, he's got all these vices and distractions all around him. Well, I mean, and he wants and he yeah. wants like the TV turned up, and we also like learn from again his like assistant played by Amy Adams that he likes reading the news like as it, what's that thing called like as it comes out like the I forget what it's called, but it's just like the you know like, like a this, teletype, but I'm yeah, not like sure the, exactly just the constant like right. know, news coming over like, at that moment before newspapers. Yeah, um, so he, he's a guy that like it's in his mind, he's thinking about it, but he's just like he's someone that needs like a fire under his ass. Yeah,
0: I mean, so we've mentioned a lot of the cast here, yeah. Right, like uh, big casts. I mean, what do you guys think of the cast? I really liked. it.
1: Oh, it's a great yeah. cast.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, Hanks and Julia Roberts are sh- megastars. Yeah, and, and Hanks has phenomenal
1: taste in this. Episode. And
4: Hoffman <laughs> fits like right in perfectly. I feel. Like, yeah, yeah. So we have Tom
0: Hanks, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. You mentioned Amy Adams. Yeah. Um, Ned Beatty.
4: But Philip Seymour Hoffman feels like he's been acting as long as Tom Hanks in this movie. It's, like, really strange how he's on, like, that level.
0: Oh, definitely. Already,
4: yeah. you know? Uh, I don't know. Uh,
1: that, I mean, it's not, an al- like, it's a – it's not an already – I guess it's not already. Yeah, it's I guess just, it's just, like, now is, he's this, here. This he's here now. Yeah, exactly. Is, yeah. Is, yeah, exactly. This is just a great, like, transformative role for him. Like, he's really – like, I mean – it hasn't been too many times, like, he's got, it, it just, he, I feel he's he's, th- he's, he's a chameleon on his own, but then just, like, with the glasses here, and, like, the, mm-hmm. the poofed up, like, like, becoming, like, a brunette for the movie. And what's his
0: character's name? It is Gust Avrakotos. Kados? Avrokodos. Avrokodos it sounds like avocado. Papalopoulos.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> it's Greek, it's in the wheelhouse. So <laughs> yeah. Is that what he says? Yeah. Um... And then also uh John Slattery is in it. John
0: Slattery, John I mean you get a couple like background actors who I recognize. Even the station chief, do you what, know his name?
1: What about right uh Oh Emily Blunt Emily Blunt oh, yeah. shows oh, yeah. up for, like was, two this, shots. Yeah, this was a <laughs> movie that like I fell in love with Emily Blunt.
0: Yeah, this is like early Emily Blunt, so she doesn't get like her justice, but she used to sing. She does the a yeah. freaking great This is right around the same time as Double Wars Prada. I know, but even that, like Devil Wars Prada is considered her breakout. Is is considered yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like this is early. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Live, die, repeat. She she does a great. uh, I I think at least, great for us. We're not Texans. But, like, she sounds like a Texan. Oh, she is. She doesn't yeah. sound that All different than I, I, Tom Hanks. She's not
1: even, she's not American either,
0: right? No, that's she's
1: British. A, yeah. And no. she's married to John Krasinski. Like, Natasha. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> well, least, I mean, I yeah. feel like everybody's nailing it. Like, Hanks has got a great Southern draw in this movie. Like, I feel, I don't know
0: if it's Texan necessarily. But it feels real to us enough, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. our like, non native ears.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, oh, I think I Julia love- Roberts. Is her she her yeah, character her is her just character. like yeah, yeah, I, so precise in this. Everything about that is just like
1: immaculate. I love the whole thing. I love like so Emily Blunt's like father. He he's, the Dairy Queen guy with the nativity scene, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Like, but he is. Oh, it's he's a dairy. I thought he was maybe like a.
4: No, I think they said he like owns the Dairy Queen okay. and he wants to display the nativity yeah. scene but and then, at the firehouse. I, I, I just yeah. yeah.
1: I just I just love that. It, like he just their daughter he <laughs> made, he made, yeah, that, he made, that he made like the reference. He's like, I'm from East, like, cause in Texas, like, that's a big thing, like East Texas. Like, oh, okay, not, okay. You know, like that is even like a real different vibe. So stay from away west from, from East North. Texas <laughs> like and Not west out by like El Paso. It's like East Texas, like you know, that's like the Houston, the you know, uh, uh, Austin,
0: and that's like really. I, lo- I love I love the like the you know voices from there. I am. Um, it's is there anyone else? I know Amy Adams acts with Philip Seymour Hoffman again in Doubt for sure. That's actually I wanted on, on the IMDb. master. Yeah, and the master yeah. Yeah. IMDb uh, has a search feature. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, you can search what actors are with what people.
1: In the trivia, there's very little trivia on this movie, like and none that really pertain to Philip or Hoffman, except for they they said he uh, shows up in one other movie with Amy Adams, and that's The Master. I'm like, ah, ah doubt. Like, and that's a, yeah. I was gonna key. say doubt and The yeah. Master. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, like we said, good cast, and we should also mention director Mike Nichols. Yeah, a yeah, legend.
1: Oh, yeah, I want to point out this two. Uh, legendary directors last week we had Sidney Lumet and this week we had Mike Nichols both of whom, uh, this was their last film. Oh, this is is Mike
0: Nichols' last film, I didn't realize
1: that. He, I didn't think, like, Sidney Lumet died, like, kind of, like, right after, I think. Yeah, but... but I think I think Mike Nichols... Okay, was, like, kind was, of recently. Was, like, what are
0: some big Mike Nichols films? The Graduate, The Graduate right? is yeah. what comes to mind. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, one of our favorites of all time, The Birdcage. Oh, The oh, Birdcage, oh, oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Birdcaged. but the, his, two, his two most classic are or, The Birdcage and Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. <laughs> okay, okay. Those are, like... Gotcha. But then The Birdcage, that's just...
0: So he worked with two directors in a row, last films, and also, like, not in their... I don't want to say prime, because that sounds bad. It sounds like past their no, prime, but, but certainly not, like...
4: But what's interesting about the, the last two films and these directors is, like, these are two sort of old-school guys still pulling their weight in the modern age. You know, like, this movie is... Better directed than like a lot of movies by new directors that are coming out. Like, I feel like Mike Nichols does not skipped a beat, you know what I'm saying? And like, he's directing a Sorkin script.
0: Yeah, we can yeah,
4: that's, that's Come on. Really like, like, are on. Like, there were a couple scenes I'm like, ooh, that Sorkin the, dialogue. The doors. The back
1: and forth. Oh, the door. Yeah.
4: The, yeah, the office with the door when he's going in and out with the but, Like, that is Sorkin. Yeah. Perfectly, like this—the this scene we're watching now, when when um, Gust is arguing with his boss in the in their office about who's apolog- who's supposed to be apologizing, uh, slattery, yeah. like that is working, like. I really like this, uh, like the patter. Like, it really feels like it's some of his best executed Dialogue. stuff. Yeah. His di- like, yeah. just the way everything comes together and flows like that. Like, sometimes it's overbearing. Yeah. Sometimes it's no, not you- quite convincing,
1: but it's cool. But here it feels more natural than I feel like it usually is. The one point that I specifically wrote, like, oh, that witty Sorkin banter was at, like, Joanne's party and the whole, like, the tub scene and stuff like that. Oh, and, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not going again.
0: Like, rooms. you can't count. And I meant, me, yes, yeah, no, so, the... so um, Aaron Sorkin obviously wrote the screenplay, but uh, you know, there was some controversy with that with said screenplay.
4: Well, it was a book, too, right? It was like a
0: yeah, it, it's an adaptive adaptation. So, it's um by the way, Rotten Tomatoes 82%, 73% okay. audience score, okay. so kind of a dip. Uh, most people criticize uh, a couple things about this film. And a lot of people like this film, and I like this film. I don't know how you guys. I feel have it. a I have one sort of. Let's see if it matches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, the one of the biggest criticisms is just kind of like oversimplification of history. While he was very important, mm-hmm. this film makes it seem like it was just him. Yeah. yeah. However, that part I don't mind. I know I'm watching a movie. That's okay. The Isn't second that, ha- that happens in like every like yeah one of those. The, wh- the other big thing is, like, the a lot of people did not like the ending. The ending to some was just, like, kind of like a long montage uh, uh, of stuff. And it's also... So there's there's rumors about this. I tried to do a deep dive. Yeah, this is the first a, I heard of it. A deep dig on this. Uh, it used to be on Wikipedia. I checked the <laughs> old Wikipedia it was. It's not on the new Wikipedia page for Charlie Wilson's War. Um, but I read articles at the time. And there are... We'll just say rumors that Tom Hanks... Because this is a Playtone film. That's yeah, his company. That's yeah. his production company. That Tom Hanks like, used his control to change the end tone of the script. Mm. Orig- the original Sorkin strip t- script tied it more to nine eleven, where it was... Uh,
1: consequences. Is a later a ominous... ...at the end, the last scene with, like, Gus and, uh, and yeah. Charlie. Yeah, but and we get into that. And yeah, sure. here like, a big airliner, Oh, like. well, but he's
4: also saying, like, now that we've beaten yeah. the Russians out, all the no, maniacs com- are
1: coming back no, into the, saying, like... No, I'm saying, specifically even then, there's, like, a silence, and you just hear... Oh, oh, I didn't pick up on that, but that's
0: true. No, no, no yeah. you hear it there, definitely. Yeah. Interesting, But, okay. like, that was the agreed-upon compromise, apparently, yeah. that originally the ending was oh. going to be, like... What ha- See, more like, what the fuck have you done?
4: What, yeah, I think that's what they were... That's what Gust was definitely leaning towards. The tone was, like... I feel like there's a moment on the balcony there where the movie kind of diverges from the safe ending to the good ending uh, – from the good ending to the safe ending. You know, like like Gust is like, you're not listening, and throws his drink in the in the plant. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Charlie Wilson kind of like just draws dad, him in for a <laughs> hug. Yeah,
0: just give
4: him a <laughs> oh, he's that. like, we Entourage did what we could, me, yeah. you going know? going back to the party. And, but, but I feel like they got one thing uh, – when Charlie's being honored, they have that giant banner, like, you did it, Charlie. And I kind of feel like that was sort of a burn on Bush when he's on the aircraft carrier and he's got the banner behind him. It says oh, Mission maybe. Accomplished, the <laughs> Mission Accomplished banner uh, snafu thing. My, my issue with the movie is the timeline. Um, I have a feeling this takes place over, like, years. And it feels like it takes place over... Over a year, you know? But I mean, but it starts in 1980 and ends in, like, 87, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And I never feel the, the the scope or the breadth of it, well, well, really. Well, it's a
0: short movie, which is kind of surprising. It moves at lightning
4: speed. Yeah. 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 It, which is very Sorkin. And I'm not saying I'm missing anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I buy everything. I just wish I had, like, a little more sense of... I, time has passed, like maybe in fashion
1: or... You know commercials or I mean, the something. The ways they do that is they definitely they have a couple of like title or like you know underneath it like some text that say like what year. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the big thing at the end is like when they're like, "What did this start out as?" And it's like, oh, the, five, the budget, the, the ten million, and what's it up to now? Like five hundred million, a billion been, or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, up to, it's well, a billion it's, because it's the a because the Saudis match. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Point being, it went from like it was five million, and then he doubles it to ten million. That's the whole like, is that a joke? and yeah. yeah, counsel, yeah. And uh, no, Pakistani, you're insulted by that. And that kind of stuff. Even the CIA was insulted yeah, by her, right? Right. Where He's like, yeah. it's nothing. And he's yeah. like,
4: oh, I bet it was hard to find. He's like, no, the 10 million was nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah. But like, so through that, and then I think at that moment, they're like, oh, in the past 10 years, it's gone up, you know, like, or whatever they say. I, hear but that's, but I, I agree with you, but it's not. It doesn't that, ruin it, anything. Yeah, yeah. I just wish, I just feel like it would have added something. That's all. That's yeah. fair. It's kind of cool that, like, Gus gets, like, the final
2: you know yeah they, they have they
1: have the have, last uh, say kind of yeah. besides it is kind of then like it is a sad ending though because it begin it begins with that ceremony yeah and, and then it and, and you think very, it's a good it's thing very like wide and you think it's a good thing yeah. and at the end you're just like oh this is kind of like a character that realizes it's a little melancholy again, you, you kind of said it like tom hanks wants like even just a million and he thinks he's all like the guy now in charge of that committee, like right. He can't even build a the, school yeah, he now can't in Afghanistan. School. So like yeah. that's his one little fight. But then he kind of yeah. goes eh. after that, and then Gus is like, "Come on." And yeah, but maybe says,
0: we'll play that clip a little later. That's yeah. one we might do. Um, just one thing too. It's hard to focus on Philip Seymour Hoffman in this movie because <laughs> it's called Charlie Wilson's War, and Tom Hanks is Charlie Wilson. Yeah. yeah. One thing I'll say, and I think we've like alluded to this, and you mentioned even the hot tub scene. This might be like since his, like, younger Tom Hanks days, mm. his most racy film in terms of... Yeah. We see, we see a lot of boobs. I know you like that, Kyle. Yeah.
4: Well, I was saying um, that before a lot of we F-word started words. to you guys, Who like... doesn't like boobs? He started off, I remember, he was in, like, a lot of raunchy comedies, you know, like, <laughs>
1: Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelor Party, yeah. and,
4: you know, a lot of volunteers is a I great one. I love that he
1: calls so... Like, uh, the, so... Jailbait? Yeah, he jailbait. <laughs> get she's jailbait, the one I to Jailbait, She's but. the one... I think she was on Roswell. No, no, no. no. All all right. So, well, there
0: all the, all the younger interns are called jail. No, but he's like... He, no, but he... There's one the with the specific... And he keeps like... Yeah, yeah, the, brunette, like that, yeah. yeah. the
1: brunette. The press secretary. And I love the one... The one says again to Emily Blunt's father. It's just like... He's like, oh, I notice there's so many like beautiful women or just so many women and they all tend to be beautiful. And he's just like, well, as Charlie says, like... Yeah, uh you can teach uh, you can teach a woman to type but you can't teach her how to grow tits. Yeah. It's like that that right there is just like, oh, I get well, that he, character. Here's the thing. I it's think it's terrible. But it's yeah, great. it's it's <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's reprehensible, but, but Yeah, you want to make it clear. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. yeah this what is what is I want to no, but it's a great line that like well, Here's is funny and
4: here here's what's like so damn like good, like, what, what the, the best move they made was Hanks playing Charlie Wilson, because like I was saying before, like, originally, yeah, like, he was doing raunchy comedies and stuff, but really, ever since, like, the 90s, he's been very wholesome, extremely wholesome Hanks, you know, ever since Forrest Gump, I feel, and just, like, kind of, like, around this time, he was starting to get back into doing rougher roles, I guess, um, eventually he would sort of play a villain in Cloud Atlas for a little while and things, but, like, this brought it this jarred me when I saw him because he's there with naked girls, there's mm-hmm. cocaine, he's in the hot tub and all that stuff. And so, like, I'm caught between, you know, Tom Hanks, this great guy, this great actor, yeah. and him portraying this womanizing, you know, you know, whatever, like, bastard dick, whatever. Like, he's, yeah, okay, he has great intentions, but, like, he's, he's just, like, ugh, he's I'll icky him- and everything. So, like, it's just a very brilliant move. Because I'm on his side, even though I don't like him as a person.
1: Because he's Tom Hanks. Yep. I'm gonna put this out there just because it's a movie. I've constantly told you to freaking see *Road to Perdition*. You're right. It's I, that, <laughs> it <laughs> Again, while at the same time he is a fa- like it's weird like he's a gangster and he kills people, horrible person in that sense. But then he is like it's about like his family and like avenging his family, so it's not. It's not like he's a soprano in that movie. That's like a. I mean, yeah, it's least they don't show that light of it. I mean, but, he, of this character or whatever. But,
4: point yeah, he's not like a he's cold a blooded
1: murderer like I
0: mean, yeah, Michael Myers
4: on, or anything. Like yeah.
0: That. To your point, Mike, though, I, so I watched a documentary um, about, like, that came out around when this film came out. Uh, okay. And it's like they really talk to the real Charlie Wilson. And it's funny because Hanks, first of all, does a great job portraying him. Two, he has a winning personality, the real Charlie Wilson. Yeah. And obviously Tom Hanks has that as well. Yeah. So he could get away with doing these seedy things. He get away with hiring all these like lady interns. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. it's like, no. I understand. Great. Yeah. But it's it's
1: well even the whole coke story in it is that then like the woman it says that what he did it, she will admit that he did in the Canary Islands or something like that. Came Cayman in Islands, the Cayman yeah. islands. Well, well, that's the other thing about him is and that like, yes, like he's like totally open. About
4: nobody it. feels like they're being taken advantage of or mistreated by him. Like even his interns are down with it all like they it, it almost seems like they're happy
1: yeah
4: because of like the attitude of his office it's so loose and they get to be free even if they're being ogled and ogled and stuff Julie like that
1: she's Did she, call them she calls them sluts yeah, the yeah <laughs> like hilarious. straight out just yeah. right to their face yeah um, she, she's le- and she just turns sluts like very very and, nice
4: and <laughs> like that's just one of the very sort of complex dynamics about you know dc but like going on in this movie just like the whole like male female thing like if you look at Hanks and Julia Roberts she's Definitely got him under her thumb. Like she is in control of him, like one of her dogs at that well In Real life,
1: they were engaged at one point.
4: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Because it's amazing how their characters meet for the first time and then they just go right upstairs and have sex. Like as they're wheeling so and dealing. They, meet, and they, meet, and they, they haven't met for the at, first time. Was, oh, that was,
1: wasn't the first time. It was they the first time he was, was at her
0: house. She uh, had donated. She had donated a lot of money yeah. to his campaign, and she had gotten him out of a, a mess with.
4: Um, I wish that was a little
0: more. They said it. There was like a no. They say
4: it though. It's 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 very, it's very much. It's the Sorkin because it's the Sorkin. I know, dialogue. I know, but that's just another one of those. I'm not saying it's bad. It's, I like that because there's a couple of times where like, they mention people that have nothing to do with anything. You know, they're like, hey, Bob told me to come in here, and it's like, well, Bob told you to come in here. Bob yeah. didn't say, it. and it's like we never meet Bob, and it's fine because it's like real life and everything. Uh, but I just, you know, since it was that important, I wish there was a little more development between the two of them. Yeah. just one extra scene it's very nice when you find out they're talking on the phone and sh- she rolls over and her husband's asleep in bed <laughs> like that was that was interesting yeah, I'm glad the, we saw the, that yeah we see
1: the big diamond ring on her finger I love the to get to like Phil Homer Hoffman I love the CIA stuff and there's a few oh, moments it reminds me of favorite. I mean this is on a much ex- more extreme level but the Cohn Brothers movie Burn After Reading okay. and the great stuff like that confusion like this isn't that like that's just like over the top like almost, yeah like, you know silly slapsticky
0: well I want to play that clip where he's in the office of John Slarity It's even something we use in our intro (laughs) Briefly, so let's play that clip
5: Okay I know it was difficult for you to come in here hat in hand That's not the kind of Upbringing, I guess is the word I'm looking for It's not the kind of man you are I understand that I'm not looking to humiliate you Or exact a price in any way So why don't you just apologize We'll call it water under the dam And we'll go about our business Excuse me, what the fuck? What? What the fuck are you talking about? Claire George said you were coming in here to apologize. No, yeah, I'm supposed to come in here so you could apologize to me. According to whom? Claire George. You told me to go fuck myself. I'm supposed to apologize to you? Also, water goes over a dam and under a bridge, you poncy schoolboy. Clearly, there's been a miscommunication between Claire George and somebody. Excuse me. Yes? Does this look all right? It's fine. Thank I you. can sand it down a little. I, I don't know. No fucking idea who this yeah, guy is. He is here to fix the glass that you broke the last time you were here. Could you just excuse us for a second? second? There? Tell me to go fuck myself, and I'm supposed to apologize. Yeah. You break my window, and I'm supposed to. The apologize? Helsinki job was mine. The Helsinki job was not yours. If it was yours, you'd be in Helsinki. Alan Wolf stood in the office. Alan Wolf office. is no longer. Yeah, it, the it was on the Alan books. Wolf is no longer the director of European operations. He does not make those appointments. I do. promises were made, not
2: by me. I've been with the company for 24 years. I was posted in Greece for 15. Papandreou wins that election. If I don't help the junta, take him prisoner. I've advised and armed the Hellenic army. I've neutralized champions of communism. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish, which should come in handy here in Virginia, and I'm never, ever sick at sea. So I want to know why I'm not going to be your Helsinki station chief. Your course. Excuse
5: me. For Helsinki, I need someone with diplomatic skills. You don't have them. Is that right? That is right.
2: And I don't know why the hell I didn't fire you when you broke my fucking window. Yes, sure you do, Cravely. Look, Gus. Yeah, you're fucking Roger's fiance, and you know I know. Yeah, I'm, not,
5: I'm, not, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're dignifying her in the ass at the Jefferson Hotel, room 1210. But let me ask you, the 3,000 agents Turner fired, was that because they lacked diplomatic skills as well? You're referring to Admiral Stansfield Turner? Yeah, the 3,000 agents teaching every goddamn one of them first or second generation Americans. Was that because they lacked the proper diplomatic skills? Or did Turner not think it was a good idea to have spies who could speak the same language as the people they're fucking spying on? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but you can hardly blame the director for questioning the loyalty to America
5: of people that are just barely Americans in the first place.
2: Yeah, well, I'd like to take a moment to review the several ways in which you're a douchebag. Get the
5: fuck out of my office. Yes, sir. Before I end your career, asshole. Yes, sir. Yeah,
2: my friend, I'm gonna need you for a second. God damn it! My loyalty? For 24 years, people have been trying to kill me. People know how. Now, do you think that's because my dad was a Greek soda pop maker, or do you think that's because I'm an American spy? Go fuck yourself, you fucking child. How was it? Um,
0: so
4: that
1: that has his first line in the movie, which is "What the fuck." <laughs> I, so we get the, like the whole the whole movie, except for I guess a few times where when he's shouting, but we just get that like. Grovelly, like, you I to murder, yeah, I want to find
4: her. That, that, like, yeah, yeah like because that, he's like, because he is he has no patience for Slattery, his own boss. <laughs> he has no patience yeah. for this guy because he knows he's like one of the best. Uh, it's something interesting in the behind the scenes that that brought a little more light to this. Apparently, at that time in the CIA, most of the agents were like Oxford type guys, like, really like. Ivy League guys, you know, sharp dressed, you know, clean cut, and like mm-hmm. Gust was not, you know, like yeah, he was a, from a the streets and stuff.
1: American. He's a His dad
4: of... was like a soda pop mogul in yeah. Greece or something. Like he did not go through the normal channels that most agents did at that time. So like he is very sort of uh, cutting edge, I guess. That's why he's like more verbose, and they yeah. say, you're no James Bond,
0: you know? There's another underlying current here that's kind of mirrored today, believe it or not, I don't want to get too political but we, well, we kind of to <laughs> too late <laughs> but like, uh, and like the Trump administration, so when the Reagan administration took over they kind of got rid of a lot of um, CIA uh Diplomats, mm-hmm. diplomats, and also CIA agents who were immigrants or the children of immigrants.
4: Well, there's something mentioned in and this movie mentioned, too. Yeah, 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 mentioned In
0: this scene, and it's it, the, like that hasn't happened till now, when it's kind of happening on, on another level as well. So it's just it's just like an interesting take, you know. Like it's it, like you said, they were favoring like the what's that movie we saw it in the theater? I, no, did we see it in the theater? I saw it in the theater. I don't know if I was with you. It was like the beginning of the CIA. Oh, the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd. We've talked about this I film. Think we, mm, I think we. I think we saw it. Okay, so in um, the Good Shepherd, you know how it was like, I, like uh, to your point, Ivy League guys, yeah. real waspy, white bread Americans. And, um, you so know, speaking. Robert De Niro.
1: <laughs> and yeah, oh, that, okay, you're gonna, yeah, yeah, you're gonna,
0: yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Join the CIA. <laughs> so Gust, it, ironically, right? Robert De Niro plays like the wasp, but, <laughs> but uh, Gust <laughs> is of the of the like this new breed, like child of an immigrant like just kind of not polished but but again like you know one of my favorite lines like I spent the past three years learning Finnish
1: (laughs) it's like yeah yeah, and and
0: then we just hansi's
1: (laughs) (laughs) hansi's schoolboy, <laughs> <laughs> oh so great and then he said yeah oh no the, my favorite is because then he's just like you just see that like again it's the, i mean it's it's the brilliant dialogue and it's the fast pace and they both i mean both jo- john slattery who ends up uh directing him later on in his uh, uh philist in, in like one of his last films oh really Uh-oh. yeah i didn't the, know that. Uh, the um i think actually i think the one that you might be coming on what's the, the winter soul god's right? pocket yeah, God's Pocket. Oh, God's yeah, Pocket. you directed him in God's Pocket. Oh. Um, yeah, so you directed him in God's Pocket. But I, you see that Gus, again, he might not be like a field guy, but he is good, and we also see that in the in the great scene with Wait. Tom Hanks, but I love that he says, because he totally knows John Slattery, is like, he's you know, again like you said, like a character we never meet or whatever, yeah, yeah. but he says, and I know you're, uh, well, I you think know, the a director's, director's li- fiance or something, yeah. right? Yeah, and he's like, I'm not even going to dignify that, he's like, yeah, dignifying her in her ass, like, and then he's like, at the hotel in room yeah. 5B yeah. or whatever, know, yeah. yeah, he knows exactly what room, and I love, like, it's like a scene, like, like one of the scenes, like, right after this, that, he, that uh, when he's buying lunch for the one guy or whatever. And he's like, how many people get to go into their bosses like twice in a week and say, like, go fuck yourself. Uh, and you know, he's talking about
4: putting the, the curse on him and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, he's just like, you know, unorthodox. I mean even even uh when he or meets Charlie orthodox. Wilson and he bugs the <laughs> bottle, right? He gives Charlie Wilson that bottle and he bugs it. Like he's yeah. this guy who's just like using you know resources you however, <laughs> however. Like he's just like I'm a spy, so I'm just gonna like bug it it's my nature you yeah. know what
1: i'm saying like he's just playing and again like i can't say it. I, it's just a really he's always transformative through his voice and his mannerisms but just like this different look of the yeah. hair and the glasses and i love the suit and not he, seeing him as a blonde yeah not see, yeah because no a it's major. a really big thing not to like see him as a blonde like i can't think of off the top of my head too many like non-blonde you know not natural colors of his well, yeah, all the... What's that? Four Non-Blondes. Four Non-Blondes. There was a band. Uh. <laughs>
0: they sang that song, What's Going On? What's no. going on? Uh, and I, I said... <laughs>
1: oh, that's... Oh, yeah, okay.
0: But, yeah, he's just... Uh. And he's just like, oh, That's you know, great. he's a little bigger at this the, point, too. And this is like, a film of characters, you know? And, yeah. and one can argue that he, you know, he steals a lot of scenes. Every,
1: no, every, yeah, every scene he's in, I'm just. It's
0: like, hard to do from freaking Julia Roberts and Tom and Hanks. Hanks. And, he, and Again, Hanks.
1: Who are both playing, like, characters.
4: Larger than life characters. Larger than life. Real life, but larger than life. Yeah. Well, I feel like all three of them, right, are sort of pumping the, all of them up an extra level. Well, like, they're
1: just all representing, like, different. Like, she's. So she's. The old money and like American. Well, no, she is the
4: um, she is a radical right wing, yeah. ultra religious, yeah. you know, fundraiser for yes. six richest women but, in Texas. But, but let's yeah.
0: be let's be like clear about her ultra religious God. Uh, you you know, know. she's it, like an
4: anv- evangelical, if evangelical if you see her in like, like, real life. She's also life. having
0: sex with Charlie Wilson Ye- at yeah, a fundraiser. But you she,
4: know? N- so she's a hypocrite. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah, but she, you know. Barks the word well, of God. To get what a, he she He has wants. He is
1: that great line that he says to her right before they're going upstairs. He's like, Well, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, conservative or Republican. He says, One, one or the other. And she goes, yeah, he's a You are where it counts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, it's also like, you know, she wants to liberate the women of Afghanistan, but she's going to have a slave
1: auction at her house yeah Amy, <laughs> Adam, like, yeah, Amy Adams points that out. Um, no, so I'm just saying, like, they all kind of, as far as like Americans go, and then like Charlie, I mean, they're similar, but he's, he makes the point of like saying, but he makes 70000 like, not a lot of money a year. It's not like he's he's living this, like, like life that he's, like, going from place to place and flying and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he doesn't make a lot of money. And it seems like he came from more... Uh,
0: humble, you know, maybe? Root. What's that? Um, humble, yeah. Yeah, humble, yeah. thank
1: you. Humble roots. And then you have, again, like, first-generation Gust.
4: Right, know. yeah. You have, like, the three... Ma- you have, like, the... S- Born wealthy, yeah. and then you have the you know well-to-do, but made something better of themselves. and Then yeah. the came from nothing and made it the, Ameri- the American dream. Basically, yeah. three different facets of it.
1: I think the next scene, in mean, the clip we'll play, we'll set it, we'll talk about it a little bit. Yeah, beforehand. we've
4: been
0: talking about this because it's, yeah. it's
1: a long scene. And Manzy, you said uh, uh, like it's that great, the in and out, the doors. Yeah, it's very so active. Of so, the office. Yeah, the office. So what? Gus comes and at first, like uh, he brings him a bottle of scotch, and for the t- five million to the ten. Well, million.
0: remember, um, he. Well, there's that whole impactful scene before that, right, where he actually goes to Afghanistan on the behest of uh, what is her Julia name? Julia Roberts. What's is Julia Roberts' character's name? She's a great Joanne. Name. Joanne. Yeah, but well, he goes to Afghanistan, to Joanne. He meets with the. Uh, uh, the uh, sorry, he goes to Pakistan first. Because it's the Pakistan-Afghan border. goes to Pakistan. He meets with those generals and the and president. the president, yeah. I love how he asks the president for alcohol in the house. And they're looking at him like, what And that he's do? like, that's probably
4: a common mistake,
0: right? And the, and the president's and just like,
4: no. No, nope. nope. <laughs> not really. <laughs> like, but the people president just know. <laughs> knows.
0: Like, he knows that he's got this card to play of, like, go to the refugee camps. Yeah. So Charlie goes to the refugee camps with Amy Adams' character. And they're both very moved. And you actually see, like, kids without arms and yeah. and all these stories, which were, like, real stories of, like, the stuff but that then, the
4: but, but Amy Adams asks, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, it's weird um, that the
0: scene ends with that. That was a weird, yeah, but into that scene. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it is impactful, because yeah. I like when they pull out, and you see, like... Oh, it's a great shot. Yeah, the shot so of the like. Tents and everything you're saying? Yeah, yeah. all those tents. Like,
4: yeah, the refugee crap. camp. Because yeah. Yeah. it's like Charlie Wilson's face in the foreground and in the background for miles or for as far as you can see is just the refugee camp. And so that is what's weighing on his mind for the rest of the movie. It's literally you're seeing what's in his head, what he's thinking yeah, about he, for the rest of the movie. Later, and right we'll
0: talk about it. he plays that card with with the, uh, Over and car. over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. He keeps saying uh, into the,
0: so up into the. So he camp. meets with the CIA uh, station chief there and he's like, you know, like... He's I don't want yeah, like I don't really want a war because we want the Soviets to bleed out, I know you mentioned that uh, before, Kyle. Yeah. And that's when he's like, "Get me the assistant director of the CIA in my office for <laughs> yeah. hire at like 10 a.m. tomorrow." Yeah. And instead, it's uh, Gus. It's gust. <laughs> so Gus didn't get the Greek job, and I think he's like subtly invited, right? To
1: the, well, that's the whole thing when he's to talking the to that guy in the cafeteria. He says like, "Oh, well, you know, like how, how you feel about, or like want to come kill some Russians?" Like that's, <laughs> that's like where. We're left with Gus, and then Gus comes in to talk to. Yeah, and Charlie's pissed
0: because he's like, This isn't the deputy director.
1: And then even Gus comes in and then insults him right away, gives him the bottle, and then says, Just like, yeah, well, 10 million is a joke. And he's confused by this business. (laughs) His
0: bluntness is great. Yeah,
1: Uh, the whole like we only have a strategy. We have three guys.
0: Yeah, that's in the clip. Before we play, at the same time this is happening, we should say this is when the scandal is breaking about Charlie Wilson doing cocaine. Yeah, so so it's like almost like a a, like a very good Sorkin like double scene. Like two things are happening at once. Like reminds me of like a West Wing scene. And uh, so so some of what he says says alludes to that. Yes.
2: Guff.
3: Yeah, the Swiss make an anti-aircraft gun called the Arlecchon. Listen, Charlie, twenty-millimeter cannon, high-rate fire. I don't know the Orlicon. Don't forget the limo driver. What do you mean? Oh, you took a limo from the casino or the airport. Maybe it's easy enough to track down the limo driver and a subpoena. Ask him if anything was going on in the back seat. So, you know, in terms of cleaning up this. Were you listening at the door? I wasn't listening at the door. Were you standing at the goddamn door no. listening to me? How could you even? That's a thick door! You stood there and you listened to me? Wouldn't stand at the door. Don't be an idiot. I bug the scotch bottle. What? Nah, it's got a little transmitter on it. I got a little thing in my ear. Get past it. Don't believe this. Who the fuck, who the fuck are you? It's not in my ear right now. Take it easy. I was going to tell you about it, but I had to leave the room for a second because you were getting indicted. Oh, you're getting indicted. Is there a camera in here? Nah, it's a little paranoid. That's right. Will you take the bug off my scotch bottle now? Sure.
0: But the scene <laughs> after this is actually really good, too. Yeah, the chess guy, right? The chess guy, yeah. We don't, we don't have to play no, it. No,
4: but what mm-hmm. I like is that uh, Hanks is, like, you know, asking, is this the gun I want? Is this the gun? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, well, who does know? And He's like, I know a guy who would know. And then the next yeah, scene, the they immediately go young, to that guy. Yeah.
1: Young weapons specialist.
4: And that guy's more like, you know, what you would kind of think the traditional cia right yeah, he that's looks the like joke. he's 21 but he's 30 and he's like an ex green beret um and he's just
1: completely unassuming and he looks like a yeah. pencil neck geek and then just like reads off like every kind of like weapon yeah, but yeah that's
0: the joke before that he's like oh which uh you know see see the what is it say see like the button-up guy playing chess with four different people yeah which one do you see? think is an arms expert it's like a trick question. Of course, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. And like and had he had like, he, like he wrote a
1: secret report,
0: yeah, no one was neighbor. allowed to
4: read, and everything. It's just a really cool moment where you realize like how sort of like elite these like agents can actually be.
1: Yeah, because I mean we haven't necessarily said this yet. The big thing about aiding the again the the, the, what what the was, mujahideen. Yeah, is that. Like, so we've given, like, they say at one point, oh, we've given them, like, World War One rifles. Yeah. Like, they need these, and they need the... They need, things, they need rocket launchers. They need rocket launchers, but they need the targeting systems and the radar. Yeah, they gotta to yeah, shoot yeah. down to, the helicopters. To really like f- shoot down thing. the helicopters and, like, the tanks.
0: And, and to be clear, uh, and for obvious reasons, none of it can be American-made.
1: Yeah, it can't yeah. get traced back. It
4: can't be
0: American arms. Because yeah. yeah. that starts, as he said, So wait, like, do they actually, they
4: end up using stolen Russian arms against the Russians? Okay,
0: so... Just Just a little background. Yeah, yeah. A little background. I mean, obviously the AK-47. Oh, the Kalashnikov. Is, yeah, the most popular rifle yeah. in world history ever. Probably the most popular weapon in the history of the world. Um, so Israel has just gotten out of a series of wars. From this is a good segue to our Israel scene, but a series of wars from uh, against Egypt and basically all their neighbors. Right. They've Recognizing won, yeah, them, right? They've won all these wars, and they all the people surrendered, and they were able to get stockpiles of all oh, these Russian weapons because Russia sold weapons to everyone. It's yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, everyone was using, especially them, so. Egypt. But so the two people who have the—that's what he mentioned—the two countries that have the most like stockpiled old Russian weapons because they have to look like they were stolen from the yeah. Russians are Israel from those wars and Egypt because Egypt was allowed to have a Kalashnikov factory. Oh, in Egypt, yeah. where they could produce anything, and the Russia like gave them the lic- Russians gave them the license for it for like oh. I think preferable things in the Suez Canal, and Egypt was a. a pretty big ally of russia at the time eventually they become a united states ally when they sign a big peace deal with israel but that's like the underlying geopolitical thing there. using my degree yeah exactly wow look at you <laughs> no i wrote a couple papers on uh no one ever read them no, no, I couple, uh, <laughs> they weren't allowed to in college on, on charlie wilson would be the first worst stuff it. so regardless that's why and it's, it's alluded to in this film that's why we have that great scene with gust and charlie Another great scene, but we, won't, we don't need to play all these Gus clips. No, but we to play the whole but,
4: movie. But, but it's great when they're meeting the Israeli arms dealer yeah. and Gus is and, and Charlie Wilson's like, "Come on, Gus, like say something." He's like, "I don't know these guys. Yeah. I'm not talking in front of them." He's like, "They're bodyguards," and he's like, "They're not our bodyguards." Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, and then they oh, leave. There's the so many the, the, the back and, I mean the back and forth between everybody is phenomenal. But on top of it, it's just like the stuff between Gus and Charlie.
0: Yeah, but the, so so that is but that arms dealer, the Israeli guy, he's actually he's an arms dealer, but he's like a he's not a shady behind the scenes. No, 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 no. I
4: yeah, it's not like in Bond where or, they or, go or to like your, the arms. Or your
0: guy's Lord of War.
4: Right. Yeah. It's not like that. Yeah. No, cage No, he's or, like a cage
0: real arms dealer, and he. Gus throws in this line that, like, again, a student of uh, government and politics made me laugh. Was that uh, so? He's saying, like, oh, how do you expect to side with the Saudis and the Egyptians and the Pakistanis, Muslim countries, when they won't even recognize us and they all hate us? Yeah. And and yeah. Gust mentions that uh, the U.S. is also, like, backing. First, he shows them all the photos of yeah, all yeah, the yeah. stuff they have. Then he subtly. Yeah,
1: mentions- I love that. He's just like. Yeah, you know, I, like, I took out here. what we needed. I needed to this is exactly. <laughs> the, I know where this is. I know where that is.
0: And, and he mentions that it's true that the U.S. also kind of we were double dealing at the time and helping, like the Arab countries as well. Yeah. Like we were more helping Israel, and we're obviously Israel's biggest. But and the guy's like, oh my, like flabbergasted, and he's just like, haha, like you know, he's using all this insider CIA. You know why I love him? He's still, like, the biggest troll in the world. He's a troll before (laughs) trolls. Like, he's... (laughs) That's why he's not well-liked. He doesn't know how to play the political game, which is so opposite to Charlie. Because he just doesn't care about it. Like, he's too,
4: like realistic almost like he's too much he, he's I don't feel like he's a fan of all the nonsense you know no. <laughs> it's
1: like and the, that's he's what the Charlie the soda pop salesman well
4: and then Charlie <laughs> is all about the nonsense he, he's, he's like that's how you best. get shit done
0: he's, he's is best like, at playing the political yeah. game
4: yeah and so yeah, they're, they're and, two sides to the same coin they need each
0: other for it, sure it's so true and then you have that scene right after sorry I just want to talk about these no, two keep scenes going it's that Egypt scene where they have to go to Egypt and they go with the Israeli guy and <laughs> there's such tension but this is actually a real thing that happened charlie knew that the uh this was in the documentary that the uh i guess he was the secretary of defense for egypt or, or mm-hmm. was like really into belly dancers and he <laughs> knew that he also liked like um, like western girls yeah and he's like this is perfect i'm gonna fly a belly dancer i know from texas
1: yeah that's always dreamed of uh like, what? uh, Performing performing for (laughs) Royals
0: or something like that? Yeah, so that's a real thing that happened, Uh, and he knew knew that was the best way to, like, get him out, get him to talk, and talk to his assistant.
4: What's interesting about that is that is shown, and at another part, something is spoken about that, where it's like, um, you know, Charlie Wilson's got this scandal going on and stuff, and Gus is like, isn't this gonna be, like, a problem? And he's like, nah, it's like, as long as they're looking at the sex... Yeah, that's
1: in the left hand. You can do whatever you you want with the right (laughs) hand, and,
4: and, (laughs) like, that is literally the scene, where it's like, they're distracted Someone with the sex oh, yeah. so that they could talk the politics ah, behind the his backs and everything. Quite sincere.
0: <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um,
1: or, no, that's not actually Dux's visit. Well, it
0: was like, it's like, I it's guess, it would be mirror. sleight of hand foreshadowing of yeah. some kind. I don't know. It's just really good I, writing. Oh, that's what I mean. And was <laughs> it's a very like
1: a beautiful, well. Well, beautiful woman in this movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, and I love also the one thing in the scene where he visits. The president of Pakistan, and then this scene where it's the the guy that they really want to talk to versus the guy they're the trying deputy, to destroy. The yeah. deputy, The deputy guy. Yeah. They're both... People, like i was just like it's just like they just stock like hollywood just uses like the same like middle eastern actors they're both uh in iron man the one guy is like oh, no. dies in the beginning that's the one that's the the, doc- the guy guy, the doctor guy him build the armor the they want yeah. to talk That like they really want to talk, oh, talk yeah. to him and then the bad guy is one of the like presidents like no nonsense guys? That's oh just, like, man, the up. main guy, like the Ten Rings man.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow, that's, that's so that's weird. Good, like, I it was recognizing that.
1: Yeah, right? it's just like one of those things. I'm just like, come on. Like,
0: this, you know, <laughs> well, good for those this guys. Before,
1: yeah, no, exactly. But like, this is, I guess, before like Riz Ahmed and like you know. I mean, well, <laughs> Iron Man was same. what 2008. So yeah, like like right like, around the, yeah. Yeah. Iron, yeah, exactly. John Favreau watched this and was like, boop, oh, there we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, central casting is yeah, like yeah. they're at the top of the pile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right after that scene, they're all together, then Charlie also is like put in the clear, I think, right? Oh it's, right, like the scandal breaks and
4: he's yeah. Called off of it. One thing I, I, I love the whole that bar scene you're talking about. Yeah, the bar scene, yeah. and that's
1: also it's great the the whole stuff uh, between once like Charlie gets uh, gets up or whatever and is talking with the women or when he's on the phone I guess, mm. and that's when we get like a little oh, the Hoffman uh, between Hoffman talk? and uh, Roberts. So and yeah. it's just it's, I love the whole like so he's an apple like he's in agriculture or right, the Department of Agriculture mm-hmm. specifically that's his cover. apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah specifically apple. in apples imports. Yeah, imports
0: and uh, or exports or what? Yeah.
1: but it's just like you know
0: clearly. she exports. knows
4: already but it's just clearly well my what I like most about that is um, you know at one point Gust is like you gotta talk to Joanna and be like cool it with this religious yeah. stuff you know like Dial back to God way, way yeah, back, yeah. right? And uh, he kind of gets to confront her for a minute there about, like, yeah, she has you know, God is they, Yeah, they, they, they're testing each other in that moment, and and they're kind of like, well, what are you made of? What are you made of? This and that, this and that. And uh, she's like, well, don't you believe in God or something like that? And he's like, well, if you let me sleep with you, yeah, he's <laughs> like, like, yeah, I might have changed my mind. We fucked
1: tonight. <laughs> right. A, oh, F bombs in this movie.
4: But it's just great <laughs> to show that these are people with a common goal and a common interest who are putting aside like, you know, petty differences, let's say, like none of these people should be friends and like get along but they're together for a common goal and and, like, I don't know, there's something like really like great about that, right? It's like these guys like this team, no, that, yeah. this is like a team, you know, and that yeah, has all, been like yeah. thrust together. Not that they want to be together, but they work out really well together. You'd never think that they'd have like a good dynamic. It's you, know really good. Cool? That, you know what's cool? You
0: know what's great? because we've done a bunch of these now, as we've we to- said with, with you, and I've realized one of your biggest complaints with films is that, oh, I wish this character talked to this character. Yeah. And so, this is something we actually see here. Cause yeah. They could have easily never met in this entire film. That's true.
1: And and or I, at least not even really shared substantial words. Yeah,
0: and it's great that they have this little Yeah, they have this little power. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, and that, and, that, and that comes from, I think, a place of just like... Whether it's, you know, Sorkin writing it, or, you know, like, I mean, sometimes, I just even remember, it's a really silly thing, but, uh, it's just a random movie that I like from back in the day, it was that what, a Runaway Jury, with John Cusack, or whatever, um, but there's... I
0: thought you were going to say Runaway Bride. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. Jury Duty, yeah. probably short. No,
1: there's Runaway Jury, John Cusack, Rachel Weisz, but it's... Gene Hackman and Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman's the defense attorney. Gene Hackman is the guy that, like, is, you know, like, in the shadows putting together the... Uh, oh, I remember it. Yeah, the jury pool. Yeah, exactly. It's jury yeah. tainting and stuff. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And point being, there's they've, they had never been in a movie together before, Dustin Hoffman and Gene Hackman. Oh. So, like, just the director all of a sudden realized, I don't know if he also co-wrote it, but, like, he was just, like, we have to have, they have these to guys meet. in a scene together. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean that's a, but like point being, it's just it is it is a great moment to see. I mean, come on, again, Philip Seymour and Julia Roberts, like yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Well, I think that's something
4: that is really good about this script. Even if like you know the plot isn't exactly as tight as it could be, like as a story, um, it's on its own. Like I feel like Sorkin is just a conduit for the story, like, I don't feel him trying to, like, aim this to go in certain directions, you know, like, oh, like, 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 if I was writing it, of course, I'd be like, these, these characters never met, so I have to concoct the scene for them, but, but I feel like the movie is telling him what to write, as opposed to him telling the movie how to be written, and, yeah, that scene is just, like, a natural sort of, um, thing that comes out of, you know, the uh, the actions between all the characters it,
0: isn't it odd how even from talking about it now how fun this film is about <laughs> something that really shouldn't be fun well that's the thing like and when it was over i kind of felt a little sad
4: about like what it's about <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I wish you felt the consequences a little more, perhaps. Like it maybe, maybe it's a little too scripted.
1: Well, then you just watch a nine eleven. Well, now well, we're living in the consequences. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> yes, exactly. Do you have to watch it? Maybe yeah, that's Tom you just, Hanks' then, argument. Then you just Then you just live your life. So.
0: It's it's just amazing though. This is a movie about the minutia of the inner workings of politics and running a secret war. <laughs> but that's from not the war yeah, scenes, the, from the behind the scenes. Yeah. Scenes. And yet I'm having fun.
1: Well, but I think the fun com- Well, the fun clearly comes because they're. Again, they're real-life, but they're larger-than-life characters. They're played by phenomenal actors, and it is, like, witty banter. But on top of it, again, what we were kind of say- saying before is that you get to see, like, what I think the ideal situation of, like, American politics yeah. is, like, what democracy and what the... You know, again, in an ideal world, you aren't supposed to be, like... I scratch... It shouldn't be I scratch your back... I scratch... You know, I'll scratch yours. But if that's... Like, it should just be like, okay, so like, you know, I mean, everyone should just be on the same like moral and ethical page, but that's not going to happen when you have like two now completely different political parties. But in the end, it's just like, like you said, they put it there ideology aside, yeah. and, like, saw this is a problem. I mean, for this is a thing, I mean, the Julia Roberts character, she had already been over there, like, several times, mm-hmm, yeah. and she even says, like, uh, you know, because when, when uh, you know, Gus tells uh, Charlie to make her go, like, a little less religious, and she's like, listen, like, I'm not trying to, it's about, like, freedom you know we're trying to give them freedom of religion what we have over here yeah. freedom of religion but like i'm just doing that through my good christian ways yeah. and again yes she like i mean they make it clear like she's like ultra right wing and she's yeah. having that like the auction
4: like. yeah yeah i mean she's a little bit of they're all kind of hypocrites you know but yeah. but but, here's, yeah. but i hear it like that's my favorite thing about this movie is why i like it so much is because it's not just like the americans that put aside their different like charlie like the cia and the con- congress but like you know Palestine and Israel like put aside their differences you know what I'm saying like it's a glow it's like everybody realizes like for the greater good kind of moment here yeah um even even though they're all extremely short-sighted you know there's this one moment where the president of Pakistan is like it is Pakistan right where he's like or Mm -hmm. is it Afghanistan where he's like um you it's know Pakistan. okay where's well, like one fifth of the men in the country have left
0: or something it, it's that one fifth of all the population of Afghanistan now lives in Pakistan yeah
4: and like you know think about it like they 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 never really wanna think of the like well after this is resolved all the people are going to be coming back and like all of this sort of structuring of population again, so like there's no contingency for after they've ran the Russians out of the country,
1: Yeah, it's just like
4: that's all we were going to do you have to fix it now, like it's on you to rebuild and stuff What I
1: also, and we haven't really discussed yet I mean it's not, I mean it's a big thing but it doesn't have to be a big conversation here about it but, I mean, so this is again 2007 um, Afghanistan I feel like still like I mean clearly that was in the news then but I mean to us like I learned about Afghanistan in 2001 Uh, but this I love how many times he has to correct people and you know people even, even Amy Adams who like isn't the other ones are supposed to be like his assistants are supposed to be like not you know, no, ADM, attractive enough. Unsmart- no, very smart, but she even says sustain. like Uz- yeah. Uzbekistan at one point. He's like, no, Afghanistan, yeah. And it's just, it really does, it does a good job in showing, I mean, what I can assume, you know, like at the time, like, yeah, like that. You know, like who knows about Afghanistan, and then even like the people in like the on the committee that he's on when they're just like, there's no except for the cities, like there's no roads in this country. (laughs) That's
4: the best when uh, when he's like, we have to train the donkeys. He's like for what? And it's like to walk over mountains with shit on their back <laughs> and it's like you have to it's like, train them. It's like shouldn't they know that? Aren't they yeah, aren't that isn't that what they're born to want to do? It's <laughs>
1: the <laughs> So yeah, I just that was to me again like mm-hmm. so when we watched this, Afghanistan was clearly like something pretty much every American like knew the name of the country
4: Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: like it so as far as like when the movie came out, sure, but as far as showing a time I think it did like a really good job as far as like right. where we stood in that culture and then even people that were in the world of politics. I mean even today
4: people get Afghanistan, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia and Iran mixed up, you know, like the average person. Yeah. Like I mean they're aware that it's a country <laughs> much more I feel than like the American, average American in the 80s perhaps, yeah. you know, when like just less Public shit, what's going on? I guess, yeah, but um, all those stands. You know, one thing I like about this movie too that it's like tonally, um, it kind of starts to feel like a conspiracy thriller without the thriller. Like it's like kind of a fun conspiracy movie if you <laughs> catch my drift. Like yeah. they're doing all this secret stuff. And no one knows about it. It's like it's basically a conspiracy. What they're doing, like yeah. this war. There's, you know. Well, here's
1: that has that great line towards the guy when he's trying to get the million dollars at the end for the schoolhouse. The guys, when he, he's explained, and it all like it just really hits home because like he he says like there's all these kids, yeah. and they're, they they all know who's to. They're kind of come home and they're towns... All they know is the towns destroyed, and their towns are destroyed. That's all they know and the guy's like, yeah, but we saved him. He's like, they don't know that. They're never going to know that. Covert. Covert operation. (laughs) And so, I mean, that's just, again, that is a very like, from the script of if Mr. Hanks had like a puppeteer. Oh, yeah. I could see that being a moment. That is still like at least a little bit, I feel like a... But it's a valid point, too. Oh, it's a very valid point. Very
0: poignant point. Just, he also mentions that he's very close to violating the Logan Act, which is like... Logan, one of my favorite movies of the year. Which, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah he
4: doesn't <laughs> that, want to... That, the Weapon X program. Exactly. Grow Claws and, and, yeah. and he
0: funny, just think of tone-wise, and just think of how much we watch this and mm-hmm. we enjoy it, is that like, all this Russia stuff now with Trump... Oh, man. The, what, one, of wait, big, well, on. <laughs> one of the big... Come on. One of the big things there is the violation of the Logan Act for that
1: please i uh, clearly since i did, no well, i am no, saying not no i wouldn't Earth say Earth. most
0: people know what the logan act is yeah. and i don't even have like a huge understanding of it but it's kind of obvious like you can't it's about the boston you airport. can't Yes, you can't fight a war for another country, right? Well, it's it's like, kind of you just can't like deal as oh no European, under, you know. no dealing under the table like with other countries like so
4: that, no know. like illegal shit. <laughs>
0: I'll read you exactly. Let's read the entire Logan Act. Please. All right,
4: it's twelve pages. so get comfortable. It's literally no, no. I'm not going to literally read twelve pages.
0: <laughs> it's as simple as this: the United States uh, federal law that criminalizes negotiation between unauthorized persons with foreign governments. Oh, so it's like Jared Kushner's job. Yeah, like like that kind of stuff. Like you can't deal with government officials if you have not been authorized to deal with those. Yeah, there's
4: proper officials. channels you have to go through for, for all yeah, this the kind Yeah, just proper
0: diplomatic stuff. channels. And he's clearly not because, especially considering he's going through like a uh, well, like a Joanne. private, c- or, yeah, private citizen, right? Yeah, like well, she, she certainly is violating.
1: Them. Oh yeah, she knows so much on like classifying...
4: But the problem with that is like, and families like that is they're so. Deeply connected, like she's a Minuteman, and she's related to the daughter of George Washington or the sister <laughs> of sister, George Washington. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing is, like that family goes so far back into American history. It's like it's like no one's gonna tell them what to do, and you know that's part of the conspiracy fun yeah, of we're, it we're, to me.
0: You can't watch this movie and not root for Charlie Wilson, right?
4: Well, I mean, that's the movie is designed that way. You know, like he's he's like as bad as he is, and whatever he's doing, Tom, like there's d- eggs. there are these. <laughs> Forces in his way that he must overcome that feel
0: <laughs> nefarious and that he's the only one that can do it and be heroic we, we didn't even like
1: say when they bring the chairman there like we, you alluded
0: no to yeah no I do want to yeah. get into the whole Doc Long thing Doc yeah. Long was the chairman of that committee yeah. that kind of becomes the crux of this film right Convincing oh when Otis
4: shows up from uh, Superman that's oh. um, <laughs> that, Ed, that Ed, uh, Ned Beattie Ned Beattie that's <laughs> it yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. and he squeals like a pig in this which I wasn't expecting <laughs> it's so no. Deliverance. <laughs> I know. I like, awkward. I love deliverance.
1: So awkward. When he's in Afghanistan. When he's there, and then what does he keep He keeps saying, repeating something at the end of his little speech. Oh. I mean, boy, do they butter his bread and, like, totally make it, like, no, like, both Ju- – Ju- I mean, that's a time where we see, like, Julia Roberts, I mean, she shines throughout it, and then, as you say, like, Joanne, but, like – this is even when like Charlie says to Gus, "No, let her speak Right, he's him campaigning, right now. Yeah. And then he even goes and <laughs> then says after she's, he's like, "Cause he's like, oh no, Charlie, you should be about it. no, sir. Like you, you've, you've but like Ned Beatty makes this speech where yeah. he's like, and the guy's he's like on the mountain, him, yeah. you know, he's like, he's
4: like, he we're does. gonna go back and we're gonna bring you weapons and yeah. like we're gonna fight for you and like rallying and growling them up into, like, a religious fervor.
0: Yeah, he, it's just, again, it's about feeding his ego. He doesn't realize it. He feels like the conquering, like, hero. He feels like Lawrence of Arabia, yeah. you know? Um, but it, it's funny, just because I know we mentioned that Gust t- tell, Gus or Gust tells her not to go religious, and, like, Charlie, th- and then, like, what is it? He calls her later, hey, you're going to have to pull the religious Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I <also laughs> like think Doc Long is, like, a hardcore religious Guy, as well.
4: One one of those moments when
0: they're at the bar
4: and uh, the sort of tap for tap between Julia Roberts and Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of them thing, Hoffman just walks up and goes, You know, when we're over there in Afghanistan, you're gonna have to wear something a little less revealing because Julie Roberts is like sitting there with her tits hanging out and everything like that, you know. And she's like, "It's not my first rodeo or yeah. whatever." Like, yeah. I am a special consulate to the people of Afghanistan, yeah. you know. She's like, "I've been there five times." I'm like, "Oh," and then he's like, "Okay, all right." That was like one little test. Then like <laughs> she handles
1: herself and no, she I can push I mean, back. She is a very like I mean like without with going by what we see in the movie, I know nothing other of this real life person, but like she is a very impressive. I mean, I, yeah. I understand, again, she comes from, like, related to George Washington's sister, and she's old, she's sixth wealthiest woman in Texas. Yeah. Minute man woman. What was woman. it, the Cotton Bowl or something? Yeah. yeah. Miss Cotton Bowl. Yeah, Miss Cotton Bowl. Point being, she obviously, is, like, can do these amazing things because she's had a silver spoon in her mouth in her whole life. But it is impressive that like, what, yeah, what, like like when, when when they go over there and she is dressed in the in very modest. Like even I was like Amy Adams at one point. I was like, oh, I'm surprised they didn't like make it a point for her to be wearing a little bit more stuff in the. Because uh, I think she's wearing like a long skirt or something like that. She's very impressive
4: as a person for like she's extremely motivated. She has all these resources. She's actually. I believe she believes she is doing the right thing, you know? I'm not saying that it's God's word, but, like, I genuinely feel like this is a cause that she believes in for, you know, a multitude of reasons. Like, I don't feel like anyone's doing this for the, like
0: they think they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Maybe those Russian helicopter pilots. <laughs> <I> mean,
4: <laughs> those poor
1: bastards, like, it gets cr- what? It that was so... It crazy in that, like, I mean, we, like it, we're almost, like, to the montage point of the but movie. But that was so
4: yeah. great the way they're portrayed because it's just, like, they're taxi drivers or something. It's yeah. just, like, a day at the office for them, like, and then brrrr,
1: mid-sentence... And just,
4: oh, mowing down. Yeah, mowing down. <laughs> That's so filthy. And, and then annoying. he's... And then in mid-sentence they're destroyed by a rocket launcher, you know? They're basically just yeah. saying, what are you gonna have for dinner? And then it's like, boom, like there's an explosion and they're dead.
0: So, you know, he's able to convince Doc Long. And then we, like you said, we just jump into this montage of
1: years. Shooting down helicopters. Yeah, it gets to the point of uh, the Afghan locals, the
0: Mujahideen. (laughs) Uh,
1: I I
0: love how I keep making you say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But... Pretty much culminating to an excellent year in our world of 1987, year that Brian and I were born. Uh, date me, the date Living Daylights.
4: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Mujahideen of... come in and they help knew... bond across the Russian border. They sneak them like, into Russia.
1: Communism was ending, and so my parents had sex in half.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the Berlin Wolf, I remember seeing that on TV. One of
1: my, one you of my. Get, you actually got to hear like at the time like Mr. Gorbachev. Yeah, that, I watched
4: what, what it. Did you say he, that? He, he, he didn't tear say down that and then, like, the and wall this wall. No, I know. Okay, yeah. yeah well, no, was, I all, it saw it. Ronald Reagan standing on the Berlin Wall with a sledgehammer <laughs> and Ozzy Osborne standing next to him. Sing- no, <laughs> that's not how it went down. But I remember Stephen watching Huffler, it. I have a. it
1: should end. The history books should remember.
4: That year, my cousin got. I don't know if this was legal and I don't even know if it's real, but he, my cousin got a piece of the Berlin yeah, Wall as a gift. Remember that? You could, like, yeah, it was really tasteless, but you could, like, buy a piece of it off. TV oh, or something. So
1: I, when I was in Germany,
4: like a
0: <laughs> year like like and a half ago, little pieces now. Uh, yeah, TV I mean, like a bigger piece
4: but I remember before, growing yeah. up in the and like being in hearing scary stories about like East and West Berlin, and you know, like that was still a thing when I was a kid and everything. Yeah. And, like the real threat of that and the all. And I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Just
1: being at like I, like I visited like Checkpoint Charlie in that whole area. Yeah, yeah. Just, like that's. I mean, it's incredibly would, fascinating, but it's just like. <sighs> Holy shit. Yeah, I remember watching the... um, This was was actually a good Tom Hanks comparison piece, Bridge of Spies.
4: Yeah, I was just going to bring up Bridge of Spies, because this talks about the end of the Berlin Wall, and that was the beginning of the Berlin Wall. You know, and seeing it go up in that movie is like... He still gives me chills thinking about it. Like, I I like that movie. I don't think it's an amazing movie, but I think
1: the parts in Berlin are, like, incredibly chilling.
0: Cool place, yeah.
1: And even, like, Munich, I guess. It goes, like, good... I mean, that's... That's a Spielberg Bridge of Spies. Then we go into Munich. Oh, yeah. and And Munich into this back to like Tom Hanks. Like, it's like
0: a. <laughs> Just doing our circles. Yeah. So this montage, whatever. Yay, success. Everything. Yeah, they great. start shooting
1: down helicopters and tanks. And, and it kind of ends yeah. with that
0: weird scene of like the Charlie Wilson in Afghanistan.
1: Which well, that I, to Charlie, the real Charlie Wilson said that's the, that's like his most prized possession. He's given the it's a rocket launcher, the, the empty oh, tube, RPG, yeah, yeah. Like the there's even like a mortar, like they say, like the, it's like
4: the mortar part, it's or something, right? Or yeah, it's, it's like the big, it is like a it's huge. It's the launcher, launcher but yeah. they say it's
1: like empty or something, yeah, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. yeah they don't <laughs> get 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 get, get <laughs> Oh, like I just thought that it was like defused
1: or something. It's like that's like his most prized possession. Yeah, so
0: he's on that. It's weird because he's on that hill, right, in the traditional Afghan clothes, and they and with, he's holding it rocket up launcher, and he like holds it up like yeah. it's like a trophy and, and well like yeah.
4: it's like a um i thought it was more of like a religious symbol like this is our god kind of thing i don't know because the opening of the movie has the guy like praying to mecca it seems oh, and then yeah, he holds well, up a oh, rocket okay. launcher I mean, and like yeah. shoots the rocket at the screen and everything oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so was i was like equating was the just weapon just with religion because it's the Simple, it's like the holy war. Possibly, like this yeah. is their sword.
1: This, this is a movie I very much remember the trailer because they used uh, uh, American Pie as like the really yeah.
0: Oh wow, that's
1: yeah. random. Don McLean American yeah. Pie. Well, I
4: would we'll have, have said it, like post
1: we'll oh. that trailer
0: on our Facebook yes. before yeah, you're yeah, that, even that listening be, to this. Yeah. <laughs> I
4: don't. Know. Man, I have to change the station when that song comes on because oh no, Niagara like, Falls, me. Frankie. <laughs> 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 that song tears me up, man. Oh. Wow. Wow. Love, but I love my big Buddy Holly and oh,
0: even to this day. not a fan so. of Ritchie Valens.
4: I like Richie Valens in the bopper, too. I'm not... But,
0: like, I mean, it mostly it's for... Isn't La Bamba one of your father's favorite films, kind It
1: is. That's something you
0: always love for <laughs> <Simon> me. <laughs> is... Well, I like it. Not it's a great being great. a Latino.
1: Phillips, but then uh, Gary Busey is...
4: Being a Latino.
0: ...as
1: fantastic I, as Buddy Holly.
0: I just appreciate He's not,
1: not in that movie, that. though. No, but he's in
4: the... Oh, Buddy yeah, but L- he... Yeah, didn't he win the Oscar for that? He oh. sang all the songs yeah, in that I don't think
0: he won the Oscar for that. I think it was okay. It was just
4: nominated. I thought he won it. But
0: S- speaking of Oscars votes, and stuff, um, uh, before we get to that final Hoffman yes scene, well we'll, well, we'll get to. Let's play that clip, and then we'll talk about the okay, award yeah. stuff. So yeah, this is
1: this is we've 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 mentioned it multiple times, but this is like they're celebrating the Russia exiting Afghanistan yeah. and, and and signing. Um, yeah. Signing some with, accord. Some, what yeah, did they NATO? Virginia, or or,
0: I believe it's Geneva, Geneva. Oh, the Geneva Yeah, but the, there's so many Geneva
1: Accords. The Sokovia Accords. Accord. So. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so uh, Tom, uh, Tom uh, Charlie, <laughs> and Gus go out onto the balcony of Charlie's DC penthouse and they begin to share some words.
3: Listen, not for nothing, but, but, but do you know the story about the Zen master and the little boy? Oh, is this some from Nitsa, the Greek witch of Aqualipa, Pennsylvania? Yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. There's a little boy, and on his 14th birthday, he gets a horse. And everybody in the village says, how wonderful, the boy got a horse. And the Zen master says, we'll see. Two years later, the boy falls off the horse, breaks his leg. And everybody in the village says, how terrible. And the Zen master says, we'll see. Then a war breaks out and all the young men have to go off and fight, except the boy can't because his leg's are all messed up. And everybody in the village says, how wonderful. And the Zen master says, we'll see. So you get it? No. No, because I'm, I'm stupid. You're not stupid. You're just in Congress. Send them money. You can start with the roads, move on to the schools, fact, now it's a party. Restock the sheep herds, <laughs> give them jobs, I'm give try- them hope. I'm trying. That will try I'm, harder. I'm fine for every dollar. Yeah, yeah. I took you from five million to a billion. I broke the ice on the sting in the Milan. I got a Democratic Congress in lockstep behind a Republican president. Well, that's not good enough, because I'm going to hand you a code word classified NIE right now, and it's going to tell you that the crazies have started rolling into Kandahar like it's a fucking bathtub drain. Jesus, Gus, you could depress a bride on her wedding day. Hey. Listen to what I'm telling you. job for the son of a soda pop maker. Uh, We'll see. Said this is a masterpiece.
1: Right before this clip, uh, Charlie gives Gus the toast, and he's like, here's to you motherfuckers. Like, like, <laughs> oh, right, they say, like, you're supposed
4: to toast your enemies or something? Yeah. I've never like really a, heard yeah. that before, but that's kind of an interesting thing, where it's like... Like toasts, like... You we know. won, yeah, we assholes. Won. Yeah. like yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers. I always just assumed toasts were, like, a cordial thing yeah. and not for, like, spite
1: and yeah. stuff. Like, but that's the whole the, whole zen, the zen master. That, that, that,
4: I love that story. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, that's the we'll see.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah. The we'll we'll see.
4: Uh, he then. tries to tell that story when they first meet yeah. in his office, yeah. and then the scandal erupts, so he never gets to finish. But he's like, "There's an old, there's a Zimmaster." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so maybe if he was able to tell that story, then like Charlie would have prepped for the dude. Could you imagine if he gotten that story
4: out? The movie never would have happened. Like Charlie would have been like, "Oh yeah, let's not do this. Like
1: you're right. Let's just wait and see." <laughs> <laughs> I I I love that, like, one of the last, like, uh, you're not stupid, you're just in Congress. Like, again, that's just, it's, yes. it's...
4: Well, that's another thing I like about this movie is that it never fails to burn, um, like, the system. Yeah. You know, and, like, everyone, the people every- who represent the system who are supposed to re- represent uh, the average person, they uh, are average people. Yeah.
1: Everyone, especially the people that are, like, in government in this movie, but everyone is, like, put in check. Again, even mm-hmm. as even as little as... Gus saying to Joanne right. now you gotta and she's like and she says like I've been there like five right, times just already. like, like right. I've probably been there more than you've technically maybe even been there yeah. <laughs> so it's just like everyone kinda is you know like put in check but again clearly like Charlie the most but then just like government officials that you know, at the end, again, at the end, when they're saying like, and how much are you up to now? Like five hundred million, or and then a billion matched by Saudi, and he, and the guy again says, like, or they even says like Reagan says that like Afghanistan, that's still happening. You know, yeah, it's just like a very yeah. But uh... so.
0: It's one of these things again with in terms of tone and it is like a weird feeling at yeah. the end.
1: Thank God history doesn't repeat itself. Though. That's what wow. I want to say.
0: But so you could say oh this you know caused 911. You could draw that mark. Well, I want to um, say I mean Afghanistan.
4: Uh, the the events leading up to it. Yeah, I mean this Quite and possible
1: it's, that it's, they had a lot to do with it. Look, it's, the, it's clearly in like at least the spider web. Numbers.
0: This is when Bin Laden first became power uh, powerful. Yeah. This is he was in the Mujahideen. It he is the yeah. War- I was going to say it is Warlord. the
4: people who we armed to fight yeah, Russia that eventually.
1: Because again, what does he say? He they're going to put like thirteen. Well, there's CIA. one moment where they
4: pick like a specific tribe, right? Where they're like, these guys are the most like crazy badass yeah. like fanatical like let's train them the
1: largest in number but
0: they're like but the they're most the strongest trained. and craziest yeah yeah it's
4: it,
0: it is like a sordid history like that and it does go into it how yeah we just gave them these weapons they did liberate their country but it just created a power vacuum instead of educating people instead of uh, building those roads that they didn't have it just eventually the taliban takes over because of this power vacuum and they are armed and then but also like again like guys like bin laden who's not from afghanistan he's a saudi yeah who went there the the saudis the opportunity the saudis are matching dollar for dollar and that's where a lot of his money is coming from as well um but then you know we could play this game to kingdom come what what if russia never invaded afghanistan you know like, they didn't have to invade Afghanistan. Afghanistan was not a threatening country to them at all. Yeah, I know they,
1: I mean, they say in the, but what was, like, the main, oh, we all have
0: to get into it. Well, I mean, this is another thing by, uh, that I actually wrote a paper on. A lot of it was just, Brezhnev took over, right? Okay. And he really wanted to kind of show his might and show his power, and he wanted to kind of a return to, not necessarily Stalinist, ways, but just kind of more military, militaristic Russia, Russia, uh, Afghanistan was kind of not a, not a communist country, but on the border of communist countries. So he figured easy money, easy target, lots of land, (laughs) (laughs) just nobody's like, nobody's going to care if I invade this country and it's going to be very easy. And it's another ally. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now I'm sharing a border with Iran. Okay. Now I'm sharing a border with Pakistan, who shares a border with India. India has a billion people. You know, we can keep this daisy chain moving. Right. Let's spread out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So there is like a, but it was unnecessary. It's not like Afghanistan was attacking them. There are multiple motivations. Yeah, but none of them was like because of fear of attack or anything like that. It was more like oh, this this is an invasion. invasion. Yeah, it's an invasion. Like this is easy. Right. Yeah, we invaded Afghanistan, but after, you know, yeah. the whole 9 But
4: also it was like, you know, we were locked in Cold War with Russia for so long, it almost feels like they, <laughs> to me, I'm not saying this is history, but, like, it seems like they just needed to fight somebody. <laughs> and, like, it's in their nature. And, like, it's just war, you know? And it's like, but we can't not, go to war with wrong, America. Not wrong. Yeah, like, let's invade and, and expand the empire.
0: When you build an army that big, one can. I'm not saying this is my you got to use it, it right? <laughs> but one can say this is something that people were thinking when we invaded Iraq. When you build an army that big and you just... You have it, you know? Occasionally you say, hey, let's, why don't let's, I use, it? use, and, use and, it? And it's not like just to be a dick. Sometimes, like, you know, this would be really good if we controlled Afghanistan. Yeah. You know, because why not? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to beat us. Again, not to well, they do, did, they're not doing any, not, not anything
1: with it. Go- <laughs> keep going. But, like, what, what was the like political climate of Afghanistan
0: before that as it mentions in this film just right. like backward
4: yeah uh, it's all
1: very tribal
4: right tribal yeah, like, yeah there was no even
0: there was a government yeah. um and they had a king
1: it wasn't it was as much g- more, I, don't I don't feel like, like he says like a guy that lives 3 miles away the only time you probably ever see him is if he went to battle with it
4: right yeah, yeah i mean it just it doesn't seem like it was as volatile as it is oh, no, after no, no, no. or anything yeah, no, like It's much more
0: backward in that sense even now yeah than then you know but the cities were ra- like kabul like the cities were rather uh, progressive and open and um. they weren't like you know like new york city but they were still not they weren't
1: like, like a Minneapolis <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know. well you could get stuff there I'm sure right? yeah there were like, cities yeah. they had airports and right. you know malls yeah. and shops it was modern yeah it was modern it's just like the country wasn't very connected yeah. but they also they weren't a player on the world stage at all they just did their own thing yeah. more or less like I said they had a king mm-hmm. he just ruled you know and then he crawled. <laughs> yeah, he, he <laughs> was awesome. Um, so I, I wanted to touch on this before before we uh, close. I guess is just this was a, a movie that got some Oscar buzz, some nominations. Right. Um, yes.
1: Yeah. So I mean, well, this was uh, terrific. This is the last film we're covering of 2007. We had this uh, before the Devil Knows You're Dead and the Savages. Like,
4: good year for him.
1: Three great movies, yeah, for him. Great year for him, and um, and so he, he received. This was his second nomination. Uh, the f- first one being lead actor in Capote, which he won, and that is his only win. But this is his second nomination. But this is for best supporting actor in the Oscars. He's nominated two other times in his career, and uh, who won? Do you know? And that's two thousand.
0: Javier, Javier Bardem. No oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we looked this up before. That's cool. I mean, you know, I understand that. but Yeah,
1: no, I mean, that's... Uh, Did that's, you guys see one, Mother? One, best picture. No, I... Oh, he's fucking awesome I in know. it. I was watching Skyfall yesterday, so he's... Oh, so, he's okay. so great he's, in everything, man. I recast
4: him in um, The Devil's Advocate as uh, the Pacino? Al Pacino role when we do the recast. Devil's just to get Advocate a little sense. That's peek. the one that he's just like, he's got a great yeah. ass. No, right? no, that's Heat. This is the one with oh, Keanu, yeah. where uh, Pacino plays the devil oh, lawyer. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so check that out when it comes out in a few weeks on uh, Watch the Throne. Yeah, but so that's the only Oscar <laughs> novel. Isn't it already
0: out? Technically, the, on, no. The,
4: the show, the uh, the, the, the podcast is out, but I don't think the Devil's Advocate episode isn't out yet
0: for that. But on Keanu, it is.
4: But on Keanu, we yeah we we already reviewed it, so we
0: re-reviewed it for Sharkies. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Any other awards? Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: So yes, that was the only Oscar nomination, and the Golden Globes—all nominations, no wins, unfortunately. Oh, we've got uh, Best Picture, comedy.
0: Okay. And uh, again, I can spo- I can wait, sp- this is a this is a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: that's <laughs> better.
0: Well, I guess it, it's, it's. I suppose
4: yeah. you know it's funny, but it's not like uh, I wouldn't. Genre wise,
0: <laughs> I can't believe that, wasn't it? <laughs> I
4: don't know. Depends on do you think ben, uh, ben Affleck's funny or not? Yeah. I mean, Matt Damon. Not Damon. I mean, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Are they or the Matt Damon? Damon?
1: And disco music of <laughs> Jessica Chastain. Anyway, <laughs> I love Jessica uh, Chastain. And then, uh, best actor, Mr. Tom Hanks, supporting for both actor and actress, meeting Philip Serhoffman and uh, Julie Roberts, and then screenplay for Mr. Sorkin. Okay. cool. So no director nominations, and we're, again, that's—it's kind of surprising. Uh, Oscar-wise, only—I mean, awesome for our main man, but uh, that's the only. I mean, that just proves that
0: he steals the show.
1: Yeah, man. And I guess, like, yeah, and Absolutely. but as far as the uh, the Hollywood foreign press, I guess they. Thought the Mujahideen, you know, deserved a, a, a yeah, golden okay, statue.
4: A this
0: movie was banned in Russia. Obviously, they have a big uh, censorship really issue there. But you can uh, you can tell why. You know, it's not very pro-Russian.
4: You could find a copy of it, but there's one guy doing the voiceover for the, dope, the entire yeah. movie, <laughs> and you can still hear the original actors Call underneath back. it. back. No, right no. there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we've made yeah. so many Schuler references on this podcast. did
4: I heard like this week Saudi Arabia is just allowing like movies back into being shown in the country. They're allowing
0: movie theater licenses back. That's insane. Next year, year there'll be movie theaters open there. But the the big reason is that their population's very wealthy. Yeah. Um, They want to be less of an oil-based economy, and so much money uh, Saudi money is spent people like traveling to like a neighboring country and entertainment just right? to see a movie Yeah. yeah. oh like, wow like, how about they, that they won't just do that but they, no but it, like it's as like, we're God, let's
4: see like yeah, yeah yeah part of going out of the country is to see movies and so stuff. they're still
0: gonna like they're not they're gonna pick and choose what movies are of course yeah, yeah, of course there's gonna
4: be trim crazy censorship yeah, yeah. yeah right but they're
0: but, like let's just keep some of that money here like yeah. <laughs> you know and it makes sense for them so yeah I also
4: never really consider because I live in America though like Censorship in like Russia or you know um, other like China and things like like I oh, would really crazy. love to get yeah. my hands on copies of some you know state censored versions of movies that I'm familiar with you know like, how can we get it. our hands on some of that stuff <laughs> Maybe I had heard it
0: before. I was Violate there. the Logan Act.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I had heard this before I was there, but it was something I totally forgot. But when I was I had a layover in Shanghai and all of a sudden I like couldn't check. Gmail. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Google mm-hmm. there and all that nope. stuff. And I was just like, gee. And then I was, and I was How does actually, it feel to be oppressed? Yeah. No, it was, it was like, I was, I was like, what am I yeah. supposed to Like, I had a gig that I had to like do, and I was like home the next like day. Like, those parts of the world, I, kind
4: of, like, consider, like, um, dystopian, you know, because, like, you can't just, like, do that kind of stuff. I was, like,
1: such a western city. Like, I was in kind of a daze, like, coming from, like, Thailand, but I exited the subway. Oh, well, that's because you are at the Four Floors of Horrors. So yeah, I mean, you know, so, Anyone would be oh, yeah. in a daze coming out of it. Like, no, I walk out of the subway, and there's a, a Gap, a Mac store. Like, I felt like I was I, in mid yeah. yeah, town, the, but then I was like, but, yeah, but you can't use Google. And Not only, like, only that, <laughs> there's,
4: like, two to three people watching you You know, from close-circuit TV, wherever you go, because you're an American.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah.
4: Anywho, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize
0: Charlie Wilson cries at the end of this movie. (laughs) Charlie Wilson does cry at the end of the movie. I'm
1: noticing more and more just from actors, like, one eye being, like, smaller than the other.
4: Oh, that's a major thing. If you go online, there's, like, lots of conspiracy theories about, like, um, Hollywood people, like, in... Dope c- c- cults and yeah. like that. If the, it's like the left droopy eye is like a thing online. It's like chemtrails and stuff like that. It's all just oh like conspiracy. Let's, and not, shit. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Freaking
1: Forrest Whitaker. Let's
0: <laughs> not. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Is his eye is yeah, now he's now at the center planet. of it all.
1: He's, uh, <laughs> that was the best article I saw when he was cast in Rogue One. They're like, yes, his, his eye is now canon. Oh, Jesus.
0: He is in, uh, what's it called? Battlefield Earth, yeah, a notorious Scientology. Uh,
4: that, is, uh, that is one of my ultimate guilty pleasures. <laughs> wow. R- yeah, man, animal, uh, rat
0: brain. <laughs> 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 Anywho, uh, so did just from discussing and talking about it did you enjoy the film I guess
4: yeah yeah. you know um, I wasn't sure if I liked it as much as I did the first time I'd like it in a different way if that makes any sense like originally when I first saw it I wasn't aware of all like the political real world (laughs) sort of like realities involved in it and I just kind of took it more as like well, that's an interesting um, real-life event I never knew happened kind of thing. Like, that's yeah. cool, kind of. Like, this is a guy I never knew about. But now watching it again, I feel like it's way more loaded. Like, there's just so much more... Like, I'm just so much more aware. And that
0: makes it worse for you?
4: Not worse, just different. I still think it's good, and I like what it's about. I just have a, I just have a different, like, feeling about it now. Gotcha. Like, I reacted to it a little differently. Uh, I still like it, but... I just, you know, I see sort of the ominous overtones and the danger of what came from it more, and I don't think, like, it's a bad movie. I think it's actually quite good, uh, and, like, kind of raises awareness about this kind of stuff. And I don't know that it should necessarily be going on so much. You know, like, the the reach and stretch of political powers. You know, this Charlie Wilson needed to be put in check a little more, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah that kind of thing. Like, that's all I'm saying about it. So I still think it's a really good movie. I just uh, think I like it for different reasons now.
1: Yeah, t- no, I mean, it's a really good movie. I mean, we've got three of, I mean... I mean, you know, like modern film history. Like three of the greatest, like actors, uh, mm-hmm. going toe to toe with one another, with dialogue written. Sorkin, by yeah, one of the most like, you know, like one, one of the best. Just yeah. to say, like, well, yeah. writing of dialogue, like yeah.
4: conversational stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, it's,
1: that, it's like Sorkin and Tarantino. Yeah, I mean, dude, like the like, Bill like, Gates movie. Was it <laughs> the as uh, far as that kind of
4: quippy? No, was it not Bill Gates what's his name the, the Steve Jobs movie no one saw that Aaron Sorker, Sorkin wrote it's is really it's fucking phenomenal yeah. I love that movie you know and like I've it's a little more stylized than this this feels way more sort of conversationally like normal you know yeah. that felt more
1: like a play well, but networking. like yeah so like yeah but, uh, but as far as this movie goes, I mean so like you know really great performances and I mean an interesting movie that like you know shows like a spotlight on that particular part of history but like the two things that just like kind of makes me sad and like worries me is just like so this is a 10 year old movie and it's kind of still it's very relevant and we're still dealing with that Mm -hmm. country very much that's about a movie about 20 years before it came out Mm -hmm. and the movie ends 20 years before it came out and then on top of that it's just like one of those movies that i feel like a lot of people will watch and be like, oh, I get everything there. You know, it's like, it, like, I, I think I said it before that I'm like, I know nothing when I was talking about the character least of Joanne. Like, yeah. I learned everything about her from this movie. Like, you had written
0: papers and you know a lot more yeah well, let's not papers. like i'm not like a cia guy writing papers no, 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 <laughs> no, no, i want to no, be no. clear to our no, audience no, but the like,
1: point being i would you never, can't find academics. Papers I, just online. Think, I just think there's like a lot of people that probably like when they watch this they were just like then br- like used it in a conversation about the real stuff i mean which <sighs> we had conversations here i don't know there's just but it's just one of those what? movies I, that i, I feel like that, false educates people.
0: i get that but
1: because it's not a documentary. This, is something this that, isn't a documentary.
0: As you can see, I'm very passionate about history. And this is something that really kind of gets me angry about historians. That they don't... How can I put it? They're very elitist. Anyone in like that kind of field... Uh, like a higher field feels like they can be elitist, I guess, by definition. But it's very much, oh, well, that's, that's not the- exactly how it happened. Fine, I get that. But you know what? Mainstream people now know about this story right. mostly because, because of this movie. Yeah, right, right, right yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe I think both people like we need to like merge both sides a little bit. Yeah, yeah if you're like Joe Schmo and you just saw this movie, don't have an argument with your friend <laughs> right, like, right, yeah. like in <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> but also like historians need to bring it down to the level like this is films mm-hmm. are one of the best ways to access history for like a the mainstream, mm-hmm. like people, just for the regular yeah, people. Yeah, and right. you got people get people interested in people, uh, history. Sure, you get people talking.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you get people talking, and then I'm sure after this, like I, I bet. There, I mean, there has to be like. A documentary like about this, so uh, I'm yeah, I saw it. It's on the bonus features. I'm sorry, yeah, you read, read the, read the book, book the movie. B- b- we've already. No, done. I don't know if oh, okay. Obsessed. Don't. Uh, well, words, words are confusing and stupid. Oh uh, well. <laughs> no, so well, I'm sorry. You're not going to no, like my sorry, segment. You <laughs> it multiple times on the podcast on my show. and on the do- on the DVD. There is the documentary, so that's good. So I mean, yeah. So again, like it'll for those who are interested, will like you know. Yeah, and there's tons of stuff.
4: There's tons of. Television footage, like Dan Rather's reports, like you go on YouTube and learn a shitload about, like, you could watch the actual reports that they watch in this movie probably online and everything.
1: Yeah, I agree with you as far as like historians and like coming from an elitist like standpoint. Like, you have to realize then also, like, they have to realize this is for commercializing in a Hollywood you know movie, and even then, even then, there's this rumor of Mr. Hanks on top of it. You know, like, molding it a little bit yeah. more. Whether that's true or not, whatever. But uh, but then also, but then for, like you said, then regular people not to then go and try to have, like, a, you know, like, pseudo-intellectual <laughs> or conversation. make
0: Or make decisions, like, serious decisions of yes. how they feel about yeah. certain peoples yeah. based on watching Charlie Wilson's work. Like, yeah. I felt
4: like this was a launch pad, you know? Like, if exactly, you want to yeah. learn about this... Yeah. This is, this is just creating awareness for, for, the, for this. And then you have to go and research and, like, actually learn about what really happened before you can, like, challenge anybody about what, what they're talking
0: about. You know what? I, like, I'll be – I'm not positive about a lot of ways our culture is moving, I guess. Mm. But one thing that is positive to me is that even just again, – I'll go back to Game of Thrones. People just, like, watch things and they deep dive. Yeah, like I, I think yeah. that we're getting more into that where we have so much access to things that yeah, it, it can dilute stuff, but it's also like I feel like the modern person at least should, but they they do and they have access to watch Charlie Wilson's War and then do their research. Yeah. a yeah. lot of people just read the book after that or, or like just go into it more, and that's what's something that's nice about like this culture. Well,
4: yeah, but another today. thing like something this movie could also do like if I saw this in high school, I might have said. I want to be in the CIA. Like, I want to do what Philip Seymour Hoffman's doing in this movie in real life. You know what I'm saying? But I saw this movie, you know, when I was 27, not 17. So, like, I, you know. But it could also do stuff. Like, if you see this movie, like, definitely people are going to look at Charlie Wilson and say, I want to do that for a living, you know, I want to be that kind of guy, I want to have that influence and sway in life and things, and so I mean, it opens up a lot of different ways of thinking, yeah. you know, politically, um, Code just hot tub
1: parties, <laughs> <laughs>
4: career-wise, like, all that kind of stuff, no, it's a yeah, I mean, eye, yeah. kind of eye-opening movie, but yes, don't, don't go, you know, well, he plays basing C- your he arguments plays off of a
1: movie. later on again in the Most Wanted Man, right? Oh, or really? In the world of the mm-hmm. like spies
0: mm, and interesting um, so i mean look we're also just to be clear to our worldwide audience out there we're looking at this in a very american lens absolutely one like, can argue that three this is, white americans <laughs> one can argue that this is like a uh white Brian savior Brian's film latino. i am latino but oh, was, apologies <laughs> um you should be <laughs> you should be apologies three men yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm apologizing. I'm going to apolo- name, name, name my kid Apologies.
4: I'm apologizing.
0: No, th- this could fall in the genre of like white savior film.
4: Oh, it absolutely... You know, that, so I like, think that's part of the satire of it, don't you, to a degree? like there's, yeah, especially... There's not a... Like, yeah, yes. Like, yeah. That's like, the, the Freaking rocket But th- that's just the
0: know. story we're watching, and that's the, the story we're interested in. If anyone is a white man's savior, or a, a white man that's a savior, it's Tom X. So <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think, like, in Afghanistan, they'd be like, that's not the freaking war that happened. happened oh, like, oh like, right, right, our, yeah. people who, like, all these battles they yeah, fought, they'd be like... they'd be like,
1: we got a freaking montage. Right, that montage? <laughs> the montage that takes,
0: like,
4: 70 seconds took seven yeah. years in real life. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, but that's, you know, I feel like that's Hollywood, too. We're just going to gloss this over because we're at the end. Exactly, And, exactly. and
0: No,
1: I
4: just want to make it clear that like, we, we, be, we
0: we understand that. We, yes, well. yeah, yeah. We begin, we
1: begin in 80. Was Did they say the year that the Russians, or is that the year the Russians went? I think
0: down? you said 87, et cetera,
1: right? 87 I mean, was when get, they started shooting everything down. Oh, okay. I'm saying when the Russians went to Africa. I,
4: thi- I, I mean, I believe the movie starts in nineteen. 19- when he's watching that Dan Rather report yeah. on the
1: news, yeah. But that's I, about like what's going on there. I'm, I'm just curious if we...
4: I mean, you know,
0: I'll look we'll it up now. Yeah. I, I, so, it's December 1979. Oh, okay. So, essentially, oh, wow. Oh, that's where,
4: Yeah. Wow, essentially that, that was the uh, year I was born. I wonder if that had wow, anything to and do then with it, it ends
1: so you began I was born in, in August.
4: Evil. You're evil. We're good. That was the what summer we... of Sam, too, if I'm not mistaken. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was a tricky year, 79. Wow. So you're the reasons the Russians went. And we're the I'm Russians the reason they invaded. Russians they West. said, I, I, that, that yeah. Mike guy was born and in then, America. Then, we must then go. They knew,
1: then they knew Brian and I were coming along, and they're like, <laughs> the and last plus of the, Reagan. Yeah, the last <laughs> of the Reagan babies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Charlie Wilson's War. I would recommend watching it if you haven't seen it. That's for oh, sure. Oh,
1: definitely. Again, this was a phenomenal
0: Phenomenal year and just a great fan for, for
1: Hoffman. Oh, good! Not twenty seventeen. <laughs> I was like, this has not been a phenomenal year. <laughs> this has been a good year for movies too.
4: Well, for movies, it's been a great. I mean, yeah, movies are amazing. They're, they
0: got me through the year. So,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, just
0: I mean, two thousand seven was. A- yeah, if you're a Hoffman fan, which yeah. I imagine you are, and listening to this, watch this film because he's amazing in it.
1: Yeah, just from I mean, uh, from Capote on at this point, it's just been yeah, like,
0: freaking Hayman. Yeah, hayma- yeah haymaker, I mean, we'll see. Haymaker. I haven't no. seen all the films he's done since then, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's at top of his game. I think it's obvious. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Mike Manzi, yes. I've done this a lot lately, but you always have to think there could be a first-time listener today. Okay. What's up? What's new at cageclub.me oh, okay. yeah.
4: Well, let's you, see. You said earlier um, you've been busy, quite busy. Well, yet. if this is a first-time listener, then they need to know <laughs> where they could hear me already. That's produced material so you can catch me on the original Cage Club show uh, Keanu Club all his movies the Shia LaBeouf podcast that we did um, and now watch the Throne which is the newest one that's that's going on now and in production is my that's very own majors. show Oh, Cinemakers! That's right, the Steven Soderbergh uh, Cinemakers podcast. Lots
0: of great stuff for film buffs. Jeez, I didn't
4: even realize how many like shows I yeah, do. Asshole. on the regular? What do you mean I'm an asshole? Come on, no one's stopping you from doing more shows. But this is the first one that I'm doing on my own. I, I've, as what? Joey said, I've left the nest, and as I say, I'm now tweet tweet on the street. Uh, Are you dude, twice
0: the age of Joey? <laughs> no,
4: I'm not twice <laughs> the age of Joey. I'm kidding. But, I'm joking. But. I am doing my own show. It's in production. It's called Third Time's a Charm. We take an in-depth look at the third movie in a film franchise and through that sort of explore the entire
1: series. I cannot wait to guest on this. You
4: guys are coming on. We're recording next week. It's not going to be out. Until next year If you're listening to This is coming out In 2017 Right? This episode? Yes So my show Won't I mean by the latest March You know I'm sticking with The whole three thing So I'm going to try And have all of Season one recorded And then I'm going to Start releasing it In March
0: On 3-3
4: On 3-3 Hopefully And then every third Day of the month will be a new
0: episode Um, wow you're going to bleed this out long
4: well I'm trying to decide if I'll do it on the 3rd and then the 23rd of the month you know so I'll do it twice a month but um, I can reveal that they are going to be oh you wouldn't do it uh, the same
1: day of the week you would do it on like
4: I just want to keep the 3 thing uh, like as hard as possible you know what I'm saying (laughs) like really stick it to that March 3rd is a Saturday so we do the
0: 30th we'll see um and the thirty first no i we gotta
4: got, so here so here's the thing, so season one is only six episodes long, so you know I don't wanna like throw it out there too fast, so like twice a month maybe for three months, something like that um but there's gonna I have at least three seasons, I actually have like twelve seasons planned out yeah, but we're doing we are definitely a very
1: long list yeah
4: but we're definitely I'm definitely doing three seasons with some stuff in between and they're each going to be six maybe episodes maybe you'll pass along
0: to your son after that and we'll see what happens I mean, your three I year got some. Son. <laughs> <laughs> no uh
5: yeah
0: You're I, really I think I'm on
1: comp, we. <laughs> well everyone everyone
4: got uh, the episodes they wanted so I'll yeah. just reveal that now if anyone else is listening that signed
1: up you got
0: the movies you want I think I'm on twice in season one right yeah yeah I'm excited I wasn't sure because like
1: for other Cage Club things we've you put in you request yeah that's more of a lottery because
4: I
0: feel like
1: people wanted
4: to do those movies more than the ones that I was (laughs) like I sent my list out and it's like people looked at it and it's like wait a second what's his show these are all the third.
1: Movie? I like, was so, I was like I was I, like, I was hurt at first because I didn't get the email.
0: Yeah, was like, I did yeah. I I thought I, I must have yeah. psst, I thought I did uh, uh God, you have to go on. You uh some of these movies you love. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that was kind of funny.
4: There's still I think room... I like,
1: four or five. I was, I was just like I'm not trying to be greedy. Nobody... Like, to whatever nobody I'm just so shocked.
4: Nobody picked Spider-Man 3, and it was one of the movies I wanted to talk about first, and now it's pushed to, like, season four, the superhero <laughs> season. Like, we're not getting to that for a while. Uh, but, yeah, you know, if you want, you can go... Kyle and Brian, if there's anything else that's open, go check it out. Everyone's going to get what they want, because I, I need guests for the show. Yeah, And so. we're, we're, we're guesting on the third episode. Yeah, so we're oh. going to be recording episode three, and it's going to be great. And we're going to be talking about this uh, shared experience not only the three of us have gone through, but Joey was also there, and we'll talk about that. And we've mentioned it a few times on a few shows, but uh, it pertains to our conversation uh, so I think we've yeah. teased that enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. People are going,
4: "What's the what, what movie are they going to be talking about?
0: I'm just going to have to wait to find out. Well, Michael Manzi, thanks so much once again for coming on.
4: Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. The unofficial <laughs> official uh, third host.
0: Thanks for not being yeah. so sick. Whoa, He's Mr. Oh, three.
1: Whoa.
4: It's just, you know, man, it's, it's meant to be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you should have released this podcast when you were there.
4: Guys, check three, out my three. new tattoo of the number three on my <laughs> forearm here. <laughs> and the Roman numeral three. I've got both. I've got the...
0: Sanskrit three on your back. I'm just you know, gonna everything. cover my body with <laughs> threes. threes everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Well, again, thanks for coming on. Uh, Kyle, anything else you wanna... Uh, what, anything you wanna plug yourself in your own personal life? Maybe maybe, maybe the mm-hmm. dating websites that the ladies, you going on any trips ladies the can weekend? find you on. I'm no, just no. I've... Uh, <laughs> No. When is your trip to
4: Russia going to be? Day or day. Afghanistan? Just, hey! Yeah, lovely You've never been. A
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's a dry heat.
0: <laughs> Anywho, so before you close us out, Michael Manson, okay. uh, Kyle, what do we got next week?
1: We got Schenectady, New York. Is
0: oh. that like, it's like, a very Schenectady? The place Synec- between the pines.
1: No, that's
0: Schenectady.
1: Oh,
0: so no, no. the key.
1: That movie
0: that Charlie Kaufman wrote and directed. <laughs> key. So, yeah. yeah, thank you. New York. Yes, oh, so one that a lot of people like, so can't wait to talk about that one.
1: It's like a, that's like a very emotionally, like, pulling movie. It's, a, it's a real
4: mind-bending puzzle, too. Yes.
0: So like us, follow us. Facebook us. We're getting a lot of good comments lately, and maybe next week we'll talk about those comments because that you know that's there were some fun ones, but definitely you know follow us. Do everything you do. Listen, obviously. Yeah. Um, Again, you can follow everything on uh, CageClub.me. That's yeah. CageClub.me. Dot me. Listen to all the podcasts, not just ours. And Michael, stay uncool. Stay uncool. Thanks.
5: needed you so badly, how did you know I'd give my heart gladly? Yesterday, I was one of the of people, now you're lying close to me, making love to me. I believe in miracles, where are you from? You sexy things, sexy thing, you...